there will be no real non-controlled currency in the world. Bitcoin is punk rock. Deal with it. You split, we bankrupt you. Do you use lightning wallets to pay for things or not? No. Bitcoin Cash would be seen as more of a threat to the United States hegemony than Bitcoin. Miles Town, what's your favorite kind of money? Bitcoin Cash. Hello and welcome back to the Bitcoin Cash podcast, following Bitcoin Cash on its rise to global reserve currency. This is episode number 44, the importance of being Bitcoin and the Bitcoin Cash City featuring special guest Bitcoin Jason. Today is Tuesday, the 5th of April, 2022. Jet is in the producer's chair and my guest is described himself as a former maximalist now a yes. youtube bitcoin cash content creator at bitcoin jason he's on bitcoin cash uh, coast merchant adoption a large sponsor of poverty relief and merchant adoption in uganda been in bitcoin since april 2017 lives on bch every single day welcome to the show bitcoin jason tell us your story how do you get into bitcoin um well Glad to be on, guys. Good to see you, Jet and and Jeremy in the flesh. That's yeah, it. how did I how did I get into Bitcoin? Well, um, it all started uh, with uh, about two thousand eight with the um, the currency crisis going on, and um, I was listening to a podcast, um, American podcast, and uh, they were talking about Bitcoin. And I went, oh, okay, right, right, and and I kept I in two thousand and eight, or, or uh, after that, probably a bit, a bit after that. I was listening to my memory is a little bit vague because it was around the currency crisis. Hang on, Obama was in power, so when was that? Well, that um, could have been. Pretty sure he was elected yeah. into office in two thousand eight. I was in elementary yeah. school, weirdly enough, <laughs> and I remember was watching it, it on the news. <laughs> But the yeah. white paper was 2008 October, and so 2009, yeah. you know, the network was running and stuff. But I don't know; it definitely could have got a mention, and you know, I didn't get late 2009, 2010. Yeah, I didn't end up getting my first Bitcoin until you know April 2017, which was a thousand dollars Australian with GST. So it cost me about twelve hundred dollars Australian, because um, there's a ten percent GST tax on that. Um, and yeah, I, I started collecting Bitcoin from then. And um, was had my fingers in a little bit of mining, and caught hold of the whole fud, the whole fud of you know, oh, you know the the blockchain. You know, if we go too big, then the mining might be able to handle it and all that. And uh, but I got the fork, got the fork from that, and um, tried to. Uh, it's funny because the the guys that were buying the mining machines, Bitcoin call got so slow that they were asking for bch for payment and so that's i spent my bch on that um get some mining rigs um for my mining operations and the guys ran off with my bitcoin so <laughs> so that stopped it it's so that ended up that ended up being a scam and i was um it wasn't it was around about the time of the bitcoin cash conference uh here in townsville and I went up, I went to a meetup uh, there at the Australian Hotel. 
and I was there with a friend of mine and um, there was this candy machine there. And I kid you not, for like 10 cents, you can get candy from this Bitcoin machine, right? Bitcoin cash machine. I used, I actually got some Bitcoin cash. Is that IOZETA machine? Sorry? Was that the uh, IOZETA candy dispenser? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a round thing. It's a black thing. Um, yeah, they had this They had this machine there, you know, set up display. And, you know, you, they, they, had a, they had the unit in um, MBCH, you know. Anyway, I paid for it. It was like 10 cents. And um, it'd be a lot more now, um, probably. And um, I um, bought some candy. And, I, and I, just, I just said to myself at that moment, I can't even buy candy now or a can of Coke with Bitcoin core anymore, right? With Bitcoin anymore. So that was the night that I trans I, I converted from BTC to BCH. That was the very moment. And I, I give it to the guys that, that held up that, that did that meet up there in the Bitcoin cash conference. That was my Genesis, my awakening, my red pill moment about what Bitcoin cash really was. And then it was from that moment on, I started understanding where I went wrong in my, in, in, and where all this propaganda got me off track. So, um, and I've been going strong ever since. Um, I've been, been stacking stats. <laughs> so uh, that's what got me started. Um, then my um, daughter, um, sorry, my wife, um, we had a second child, so we ended up moving to Gold Coast. And um, I started onboarding merchants down there. And then um, I injured my hand. Yeah, that's when, that's when I injured my hand. I cut my, cut my finger. Oh, yeah, and severed my tendons. And um, so <clears throat> I decided to give up my trade and go full-time into Bitcoin Cash Merchant Adoption. So... Love and it. Like, love that, yeah. It. So, so January this year, um, I've been living full time in in the Bitcoin Cash City, Townsville. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll definitely we'll definitely hit on that, and uh, probably just yeah to give the viewers uh, some context. I mean, a lot of them are probably not familiar with the Australian uh, geography, you know. But Australia is a pretty big place, right? Roughly the it size of the US, place. but with the lowest population density on earth and the majority of the population lives on the out like the outside there's very few people in the middle it's all desert right uh and especially along the east coast so that's where melbourne is canberra sydney uh hobart in tasmania like all along there and up in the north uh, of australia which is quite sort of equatorial a bit more sort of rainforesty and and quite hot and humid is is queensland and in queensland on the sort of northern end of that is this place townsville which i think has a population of about what two hundred fifty thousand, or oh, it's about like two hundred thousand. yeah 250 is probably well you know what a lot of people from melbourne are, are coming up to townsville uh, up to north queensland um because of the way the government's been down there um mm. queensland's a more freer state so a lot of people just packed up their bags and just left um what we call the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So we've we've got Mexicans coming across the border. So <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, everybody trying to escape to uh, freedom. I mean, uh, I also wanted to just hit on just quickly that when you're talking about the sort of road to Damascus moment where you suddenly realize like BDC and and BCH, I I think that that's a great story. And 
I think we're going to see more and more and more of that because you do see that every every so often is people posting on on Twitter, even big uh, Bitcoin people or people who are sort of tangentially related. They sort of have a moment where they put out a tweet or they say something like, guys, what are we actually doing? Have we changed anything? I mean, I know we've made all this money or whatever, but they sort of are like, I remember when I could use this or I remember when I could transfer this or, or whatever. And some some moment, it's it's different for everyone, obviously, uh, it just hits them as like, wait, I've got, I've got this all wrong. And because of the difference between BDC and, and BCH there sort of started out quite similar, but they're diverging over time. But the re- part of the reason they're diverging is because the seed of the initial idea is flipped. And once you flip your assumptions on a couple of things, it has so many ramifications to how the rest of the ecosystem operates, how the community relates to each other, what they focus on, what their priorities are, you know, how they spread the message to other people and so on and so forth. And it's critical in the BCH community, particularly that, essentially everybody understands that we are under a disinformation attack all the time so there's no no saying that we can't end up in another situation where the same thing sort of happens and there is another split there has been other splits and Mm. the people it's important that everybody individually is able to themselves reason their way to this is the real bitcoin so that as a community we can all uh you know we can't be like fudded out in any way because it doesn't really matter what gets changed everybody independently is able to uh, collectively converge on the same thing over and over and over again and as long as Mm. we can keep doing that then we just quickly become unstoppable but it's very hard to get people to that point because they need to understand firstly that all these shenanigans that have happened in the past and secondly also what the actual goal and vision is right yeah i see that nearly every day bro i see it every day um like i'm i'm out just yeah every day (laughs) i'm out every day talking to people and um the shops love it my dentist loves it um the guy where i got my gym membership for loves it uh, I was blessed to go on a helicopter ride. And this is the interesting thing, right? For a year's membership at the gym, you can get a helicopter ride in BCH. The, the, the two, you can, like the guy that got the gym membership that I paid, he can literally take that BCH and go get a helicopter ride for 25 minutes. That's, that's, that's just how it is. You know, we've got shops and, and the guys guys um, at the shops, like Otto Prinkson, you know, a guy there's got like shops there where I go shopping and get my groceries from every week, right? He goes to the watermark or, or another restaurant and he takes his wife out and they have a good feed. Um, bit, so our coins are circulating. There's none of this exchanging into fiat. It's, it's the, the Bitcoin that I give or, or someone else pays for something, it's being reused to pay for something else. So, um, that's really great, you know, and we're trying to close the loop, you know, like uh, for the coffee shops, we've got coffee beans, we've got taxi cabs, uh, dentists, we've got clothes, um, you know, where I get my laundry mat, um, you name it, we've got it. We've, you know, and if we haven't, there's, I want to get um, a, um, uh, where they sell plants, with a nursery, I want to get a nursery on board because my wife wants some plants. And so we don't have a nursery yet, but I'm getting there. Um, I've got $4,000 worth of furniture that I want to buy. 
at one of our major um, chain furniture sto- stores here in Australia. I'm trying to get them on board. I'm going. I'm going big. I'm. I'm thinking. Okay, I've. <laughs> I've done the the small medium size merchants. I want to try and see how far I can get this. You know, and it take, takes a little bit of leg, leg work, but it, I, I believe that we can do it. And it just takes everyone that has Bitcoin Cash saying, "Do you accept Bitcoin Cash?" That's it. Just starts by word of mouth, just getting out there and just saying, "Oh, do you accept Bitcoin Cash?" Um, one merchant that I actually got on board was actually a referral from someone else who asked um, a business, "Did they accept Bitcoin Cash?" And then gave me, gave them my number. And then I went on there, thinking I was just going to onboard one guy, and then end up onboarding three guys in in one sitting. It was a hotel, ice cream shop, and a um, a opal store um, where you can get your black opals and all these different really high quality jewelry store for opals. And that was just like a highlight is like, yeah, you know? So um, I took my wife up and we had like a date night and I stayed at this hotel. We went and got ice cream the next morning, paying in Bitcoin cash. And then I bought her some opals in Bitcoin cash and, you know, they just all love it up there. And that was in Mount Tambourine. Um, yeah, so it's it's just amazing what's been going on here. And adoption is not as hard as what people think. You know, like people think that you have to be an eloquent speaker, that you need to have all your facts together. And to tell you the truth, Jeremy, a lot of it's saying is it's just cash. It's just it's just cash. Just think of it as cash. It goes in and it's confirmed straight away. And you can go to all these other places and use it, you know. Um, yeah, and, 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 and it's understanding the business, you know, what, what, what their fears are. And if you can shut the door or, or ease their mind on, on whatever fears that they do have, um, they just need a sort of, they just, if you care about their business, then they, they, they're more likely to, to come on board. Um, especially after COVID, after COVID, a lot of businesses shut down. And um, there was this cafe and he was struggling, man. He used to be open all the time. And this is when I cut my hand. I was on the way to um, physio. And I just noticed that this cafe was reducing his hours from being open and reducing his hours over over time. Anyway, I went up and I I talked to him about it. And I did a flip starter and I I bought a whole heap of these things Mm -hmm. and um, got a company um, that was in here in Townsville to send me these um, these um, seed wallet things, and I said I said to him, "Look, man, how's business? This is not good." I said, "Listen, how about if you accept Bitcoin Cash, I'll guarantee every transaction, whatever it comes in out. Well, I've got buyers plus myself. I'm good up to ten grand, right? I'll buy it off you, right? We have a Bitcoin Cash meetup here." People come, they'll spend. You've got customers through the door. Um, and, you know, if you want to keep your Bitcoin, you can. If you don't, well, I'll buy it or someone else will buy it back, you know. And he ended up keeping it all. He ended up keeping it all. And and that's how it starts. And, and you know, $11 kebab went up to like $22. So, you know, um, yeah, it's – and, you know – I was just starting out then, you know, I was just starting out and I was just, you know, I was on compo and I was just going, Oh, what do I do? You know, I can't work, you know? And, and I just started talking, do you accept Bitcoin cash? And, and just 
just st- started started making it a habit of trying to onboard m- merchants. And ha- and the best thing that one person can do is if they get a cafe or restaurant, which is probably an easy a- easy one to do, is hold a Bitcoin Cash meetup there. You know, um, a lot of people just come to your meetup because it's crypto. A lot of people are interested in the crypto and then they get to know about Bitcoin Cash. And then all of a sudden, people are down are wanting to know where can I buy Bitcoin Cash? How can I get my hands on this sort of stuff? And, and when they come to future meetups, they spend their Bitcoin Cash at the place where you've onboarded. So it's a, it's a win-win. It's, it's a 360 win. So have you um, probably get it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm asking because I actually dealt with this very recently. Um, have you gotten to a like onboarded a merchant and like now my area it's very rural, um, so there's really not population density. Like especially uh, even when I was doing meetups, I'd get like I think at most you know twenty twenty five people, and that's with other other things going on live music and that kind of thing. But yeah. mm-hmm. so so recently I came into a, a situation where I onboarded a merchant, you know, came back since the restrictions have been listed, lifted, went to the shop, um, went to pay and was like, hey, can I, you know, pay some Bitcoin cash? Lost the seed mm-hmm. phrase. Uh, well, I can, I can show you how to make a new wallet and I can double down on the importance of saving your seed phrase. But how do you like... Like it left a bad taste in their mouth to be like, "Oh, I'm mm. vulnerable to my own stupidity," kind of thing. Uh, and I get mm. that, especially if you're dealing with large amounts of money. Uh, how, what do you recommend for people? Uh, this is why I always carry these. So, ah. yeah. So, not all merchants, but some merchants need a carrot. They need, you know, you supply them a tablet. Say, so look. This is an $80 tablet. I don't know what it is in American dollars, but this is an $80 a tablet in, in Australian dollars, right? I'm willing to leave this with you. So all you have to do is this, use this as a register and goes through. And then I, I get them to save their seed phrase at the same time. And I say, listen, put this in a safe place. Don't lose this because if you drop your phone in the toilet or you lose it or you upgrade your phone or you want to put it on another device this is your this is how you get your funds and it 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 starts there you got to you you got to you got to basically educate them from day dot you know this is what it is it's it's safer than a bank because you've got it in your hand um and as long as you've got this you've got nothing to worry about so yeah i think um, that's so this- this was yeah. a case where the person had up- upgraded their phone and just didn't know where they put their seed phrase. And I think having, uh, you know, a little fold-out thing that's, like, specifically marked rather than just a loose piece of paper, even yeah. if it's just psychologically, like, that might be... Yeah, I'll look into that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is a company called Atisio. Forgive my um, poor pronunciation. I need spe- speech therapy. But this is one of the... Um, um, Bitcoin Cash blockchain developers, and they ma- they made this up, and it's it's really groovy. It's just got Bitcoin Cash what backup wallet, you know. Uh, it's got the seed phrase on there. It's got all the instructions on there, and some people, some businesses that I've onboarded, they actually have other businesses. So they've got a grocery shop, 
then they've got a cafe and then they've got like a woman's clothing store and they've got all these different sub businesses all around the place. And then they've, they've got all these different wallets that they can keep each business on there and keeps it separate and it's all nice and kosher and all that. And, um, that solves a lot of heartaches. So yeah, I'm um, going to have to yeah follow up with you on that and we'll have yeah. to get some of that uh, resources and links to that stuff on BitcoinCashPodcast.com. I've got like, you know, links to code and different stuff up there, but we should probably add a bit of a section with, you know, onboarding resources and all that kind of stuff would be, mm. uh, it would be great to have. And yeah, I, I, I mean, we're going to have to <laughs> crack on with the prize in a second, but I just want to hit on one more point about what you're saying, uh, which is just great which is i think bitcoin cash has a huge opportunity and all of crypto has this a bit but bch can uh, capitalize on it which is just to be a message of hope it's it's literally for the people and like you were saying after the lockdowns and everything small businesses are, are struggling and bitcoin mm. fundamentally bitcoin as in the original <laughs> bitcoin is for the people that's what it was all yeah. about and so that whole you know chancellor on the brink of bailout for the the, the banks right and the gfc and stuff i have recently uh, come to the you know realization that here we are 13 years later and for a lot of the sort of you know younger crowd i mean i'm not that old but younger than me they don't know about the gfc and all that stuff because they were either too young or they they kind of weren't around yet uh mm. i was you know at the i was a teenager i guess or uh, yeah, just about a, a, like, yeah, I was a teenager. So I, you know, remember all that, what was going on in the world and, you know, the big short of the movie and all that stuff. Uh, know about that, right? But that's that's kind of fading a little bit out of the consciousness. But instead, we've just had another retread of it in terms of the lockdowns and stuff like that. It's just a cycle of people getting in this situation where forces beyond their control just come in from the government from whoever and just wreck them and once you just rug pull people enough times they start to get fed up or they're in a desperate situation and they need they need some well they need something that works first of all that it will protect their own interests but they also just need some hope they need a, a way out of this whole situation and i think that's definitely something that Bitcoin Cash uh, has embedded into its into its message, so yeah. yeah, that's definitely definitely something we should try and double down on. I think. Yeah, crisis breeds necessity, man. Like, um, what's been going on? It's actually it's actually helped Bitcoin Cash adoption for me personally. Uh, seeing what's happening in the global climate uh, and here locally, it's definitely helped me uh, get a lot more businesses on board that normally would just fob you off mm. because they are, they are having a paradigm shift and they're seeing what you're actually talking about from a larger, larger um, outside the box view. They're not just focusing on a little on the now they are actually thinking more open because they are saying, hang on a second, these things are happening and, and I need to safeguard at least a portion of my, income coming in i need to i need to future proof my business you know and so a lot of a lot of people are, are are looking for alternatives and bitcoin cash is true to its core to true to the genesis idea of p- being peer-to-peer cash um you know during the gfc you know you've got smart people pulling their money out of the banks and putting it into bitcoin um that's people doing that again and i and the more the government uh, more, more of these are uh, what these forces try to pin us down and suppress us. 
uh, it's just going to cause a, a more of a freedom movement. Um, it's because Bitcoin Cash is a in in its genesis is a noble co- coin. It's noble. It's yeah. It's um, it's man. It it's when businesses thank me. P- businesses thank me. Like I I um bought a children a children's book for my son. It was like twenty two dollars or something like that. The business pulled me aside when I was shopping around in the local area and they, they said thank you and all that because they made an extra $2 on the, on the sale, you know. Um, the dentist, he made an extra $700 on, on me going to the dentist. Um, so businesses are, are, are real. If a business is not accepting Bitcoin cash now, I don't know what's wrong with them. <laughs> Truly, like to me, like – like when I was uh, having, when I had my own business, um, I tried to, I tried to think outside the box and I, and when I charged myself at one BCH a day. Now at that time, Bitcoin cash was around about 300 to $80 Australian. And, and when it was about 280, I was telling my client, you know, I'm one BCH a day. And he goes, that's cheap, you know, because he looked at it. I said, well, buy all your Bitcoin cash now. Buy it all, whatever you, what you have allowed for me, buy it all. And if you've got some left over, well, that's great. You keep that. But I'm one BCH a day. Anyway, he dilly-dallied around and it went up to $360 and, and, it, and it started to go up again. I said, look, and he ended up getting it around about 360 thereabouts. And, but he could have got a lot cheaper. And um, he he missed that, you know, um, but he, he got a good price, you know, and I did all right out of it. Um, but that's what that's that's future proof. That I I was trying to be the change. I was I was probably ahead of my time where I was not thinking in Australian dollars. I was thinking in satoshis. You yeah. know what I mean? And I was doing my budgeting of satoshis. So. Um, even now I'm, I'm, I'm still budgeting off Satoshi's, how much Satoshi's comes in going out like that, you know? So, you know, if, um, so I, I, I get new BCH and if BCH is like a thousand dollars here and it's one BCH and it drops down and a thousand dollars buys two BCH, well, I'm getting it all the way down and all the way up. And so by the time it gets back up, this $500 of expenses that I paid in Bitcoin cash, when it goes back up again, I've basically saved myself money. And that, that's where I think we are right now. I think the bottom's in. I think the bottom's in. I think we, everyone's adjusting. And it, like I'm looking at the charts and it's looking like that we, we sort of stabilizing. And, and I think a bull flag might be in, man. Like I'm, I'm thinking Bitcoin Cash is going to take off soon, you know, like, and, and just, being inspired by the people that are around me i'm in my tribe i've got people around me that are working a lot of people that a lot of these guys no one knows about because they quietly working around doing long hours like 12 14 hour days working on code stuff that's like i wish i learned at school and they working away and they're doing these massive hours to to actually bring a benefit to the whole mankind not just me not just for them but for everyone and once this technology gets out, look out, man. Like we could eat Bitcoin Core and Ethereum. You know, we've got so much, so much in one noble coin. It's just ridiculous, man. And 
I, I'm just really excited and, and I've got to keep pulling myself back because I get excited and I'm full of passion. I talk fast and, and my eyes light up. And <laughs> That's like, great. I love yeah. to see it, man. It's what I talked about on this show episode uh, 13, which I think is, is going to be, you know, one of the, the best episodes of the podcast, you know, ever in hindsight, where I just talked about proof of passion. It doesn't matter whether it's sports or religion or business or now cryptocurrency, people mm. respond to passion. You know, if you're yeah. fired up about something, then other people can sense that and they know and not everybody, but a lot of people will listen, not because they care at all about what you're saying, but just because they can see something special is happening here. And the, obviously the more and more we have of that in the community, that's one of the reasons why I am not worried if we're, you know, lower down in the, in the rankings, because some of these other, I've never met a single person that, you know, 90% of these coins that was loving that coin. And if they were loving that coin, it was because they would thought they were going to make money. Yeah. The, if you, if you take out that aspect of it, just uh, so many, it's just not there. The passion is just not there. Uh, BCH has in droves. So let's just get on to the, the price then. Yeah, quickly, as you were mentioning that. Sorry. So today, <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Sometimes we, we go like straight through it and sometimes we just get off on a bit of a tangent. I like that about the show. Every yeah. different guest has their uh, different sort of uh, topics that we we hit on incidentally. And that's that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what this show is about. It's, a, you know, it's for the community, right? And it, it's just what's on people's mind. It's what they need to hear about. Mm-hmm. So yeah. today, 377 US dollars. Yeah, a BCH. So I don't know what's that in Australian. Like the Australian dollar is pretty weak at the moment. It must be over five hundred dollars. Yeah, right? yeah, about, about five hundred, and that's been really good because I'm been saying, you know, if you can if you can get Bitcoin Cash under five hundred dollars, you're getting it for a steal. Yeah, definitely. Um, because I, I, you know, I was a little bit out with my bottom projection because I was thinking about five hundred uh, Australian was probably the, the, the support, but it went down to like 450 or something like that. It went, went down a bit. Um, and when it went, went down to a, a point that I, that I didn't realize it would go like went down there and then, oh, okay. I ended up buying, um, 27 BCH, um, that, that day. Um, I don't normally do that. I normally cost average. Um, so what, what I did was I converted BTC that I had. Uh, into BCH. Uh, and the reason why I do that is because I get less slippage using BCH um, saving on fees than just having Bitcoin Core. You know, I, I, I could, I've got $500 of Bitcoin Core that I can't move, man. <laughs> because I've got, it, I've, got, I've got in these different wallets. And one time I had like $100 that I was trying to convert trying to shift out of my Bitcoin um, core wallet and the fees were up so high that it wasn't worth it doing it. So I didn't do it. It, it didn't up fail, transaction failed. So I was sort of glad about that because I get to, I got to keep it and, and that, and I, I, I wait for a time where I could do it, but that people telling me about lightning or oh, just put it on lightning. How, how can you put 40 cents of BTC into lightning? How do you do that? Like, I'm still, I'm trying to research it. I'm trying, you know, like it's not user-friendly. It's not user-friendly. You know, I literally text people Bitcoin Cash, boom. They've got the wallet. They've got the, the funds, you know. When it goes up, like um, one time I text, um, text someone a dollar, it went up to like a dollar 11 cents. 
I, I could see that they made money on, on the, when I, when I paid them, I go, Oh, that guy made 11 cents. I give him a call. Hey mate, how's your Bitcoin cash going? Oh, it's going up 11 cents. Oh, that's great. You know? And then all of a sudden that merchant's on board, you know, it's like, um, yeah, it's like, you can't do that with, with lightning, you, you know, like, um, you got the, the time, you know, the, the window closes, you're going to open up a channel. It's just so confusing where Bitcoin cash is this user friendly, you know, a dummy like me can use it. You know, my son, he's five years old. Um, my daughter, she's 15 years old. And in my household, this is the, this is the deal. If you do a chore that daddy's supposed to do, daddy has to pay you for doing his chore because you actually did some work. So that gets them doing chores. So, because I I work, sometimes I work late and, you know, if my daughter or my son, my son likes taking out the garbage because he gets to put it down a chute and (laughs) here go, clink, 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 clink down the garbage chute. Well, he gets paid for that. I give him five bucks and he loves it. You know, he sees our our Bitcoin cash cars and he loves it. And um, he just, you know, he's he's full on into Bitcoin cash and, and I'm trying to learn about, nfts for my daughter because she's an artist she does a lot of anime and so uh, we homeschool her so this is a neat little way to take her passion and turn it into profit you know like some somewhere she can make some money she made 50 dollars of one um picture that she um did for a client in bitcoin cash and so she she you know she goes in she goes and buys stuff with it and and so she she loves it my wife (laughs) My my wife, I send my wife um, Bitcoin Cash and she goes shopping. You know, she buys all our groceries in Bitcoin Cash and she doesn't know anything about cryptocurrency. She doesn't know anything about blockchain and that. All she knows is she goes to this um, supermarket, she scans it and it comes up, you know. That's all she does and she 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 loves it. Um, so the whole family is this – yeah. Oh no, it's great. It's great. And I think it's that it's sort of literally the the peer-to-peer element of it, right? And all this stuff about Lightning Network and whatever, it's it's just this uh narrative. Like that's literally what it is. Is that online if you are a BCH person, you're talking to a BDC person, you sort of criticizing them a little bit or saying, like, have you tried this? Whatever, they'll say like lightning and they can just type type that out and hit send and think aha i showed them or something and it's just it's just not it's just not true i saw somebody had uh, i mean the greatest comment somebody said something like it's just this like magic invocation you know it's like the lightning spell that just da-da, like defeats yeah. the, this person but to understand lightning network firstly you need to understand all the things that you need to understand with bch anywhere how does the blockchain work qr codes the seed phrase blah 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 like you need to understand all it's not like a simpler system it's an additional system so you've got to yeah. understand all what's going on in the first place and then you have to understand about all this other stuff and i keep seeing things coming out of this uh discussion around lightning of like wow look at what we just got like we got these uh fast payments or there was recently we got static lightning addresses i thought what are you talking about a bitcoin address is already static always has been you know you can send to the set it's already designed to work beautifully satoshi just nailed it why why are you reinventing why reinvent the wheel like we've got taxi We've got taxi cabs getting around that's just got a QR code. You scan it and you pay for your ta- taxi cab fare. They don't need internet. They just boom, 
goes straight into the head office, whatever, they, they're happy that you pay because they see it go through. And, you know, you could be, you could be, have a, you could have a store at the market. You just have your QR code there. People like, like what you're doing now, you've got a QR code on your screen. Like I could literally text, um, tip you from here straight into your, straight to you without even knowing anything about you, without opening any channels, straight through, no hassles, done. So it's user-friendly. And that's what I like about Bitcoin Cash is because the simplest person can use it, that's why I think we will win. Did you guys see there was a, a restaurant owner who started accepting Bitcoin Lightning payments recently? And the BTC community, I saw it was sharing it around. There's like two Bitcoin people that I follow on Twitter, and both of them were pretty hyped about this. But then like a day later, he's like, all right, guys, I really need some inbound liquidity. Like there's no way that uh, I can get payment payments to actually go through right now. So if you guys could help me out, here's my lightning channel. And I was like, what a hassle. Like, yeah. It's so much, why not just Bitcoin Cash, dude? Like, why are you yeah. messing around with all of this extra channel, liquidity, routing, hops? Just put the QR sticker up. You're good to go. And it's, a, it's, it's an engineering difference as well, too, which I think a lot of these people don't understand. Is if you, the, the whole point of the Bitcoin system is as you get more payments and more whatever, the complexity is the same, right? Because... When the first ever transaction that Satoshi ever made to Hal Finney, he just sent it, it flooded around the network, bam, that's it. But the, all these channels and liquidity and stuff being balanced and things, you know, it's not like every, you're not going to onboard 10,000 merchants in one day when mm. you can't even onboard one. You need a whole bloody community support team to come in and help them and send them some money and stuff. So the more merchants you have coming into the system, the amount of support and faff you have goes up exponentially it's not just like a flat line and so mm. then your growth prospects are clearly going to be it's like if every iphone you sold they got you know slower and harder to use it just you would never sell that many iphones you just could literally couldn't do it and so that's just what we're going to see i think because now we're start, sort of turning the corner a bit from more of the speculation bubbles into people have heard enough about crypto and they can like we're yeah. talking about the businesses want to get on board and stuff that they, they it's got what actually works kind of carries the day once it once it gets to that gets to that point really and i honestly don't know how someone like me if i even if even if i stayed a hardcore btc max maximalist i don't know how i will go onboarding like two two and a half three merchants a week on lightning I don't think I can do that. It's just too many, like businesses don't want an extra headache. They just want simple solutions to their problem. And you add complexity to it, they're going to go, oh, forget it. It's going to cost me what? Uh, you know, um, th that's a major selling point of Bitcoin Cash is you save on merchant fees. You know, like it's boom. You Like, like. When I give these out, they go, oh, how much does it cost? It costs you nothing. That's I'm, just giving, I'm, I'm, I'm loaning you this. As long as you accept Bitcoin Cash, you have this. Accept it. It's free. You don't, all you have to worry about is keeping it charged. That's it. You know, unless you have a QR code, well, then you don't need the tablet. Some of them just use their phones. You know, yeah. like I own a businessman, the guy that's there, like a tradie. Tradies don't even have the um, register app. They just use their wallet, you know, and they, 
they use the um straight um, to me, yeah. Amount. Received, yeah, yeah. Use, yeah, and then they get paid, bang, done. You know, plasterers love it, plumbers love it. Now uh, we've got a builder that's on it. Uh, every trade we got, you can build a whole house on Bitcoin Cash here. You know, um, the only thing I can think of that maybe you can't pay in Bitcoin Cash is probably council. Um, you Rates know, and tax or whatever. Yeah. Well, you, you can do you can do that through living room of Satoshi. That's sort of like a, a payment gateway where you can put it in, and they turn your Bitcoin Cash into Australian dollars or whatever it is. Um, but may, you know, maybe some sort of legal. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can really pretty much pay for anything. But I, and on a on a peer to peer basis, just about everyone does it here. Um, and for those that don't, there's 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 ways around it, you know, uh, without you having a special second tier or special network, it it, it just happens um, instantly, you know. Without, it's all on chain. It, everything happens on chain. You don't need second layers and all this other stuff and, and and trying to convert the world into lightning. I mean, what is lightning? Is lightning another coin or what? You know, like I thought Bitcoin was Bitcoin. Now you're telling me lightning. <laughs> that's it. I think that's the funniest part about it is that uh, this whole Bitcoin Maxi thing as well is like we're against all the altcoins, but use Lightning, and it's like, well, is is Lightning Bitcoin? That's you Lightning is Bitcoin. You say, so why is it called Lightning then? And they say, and then it's just that's it. It's just brain meltdown because yeah. there's no way they say it's Bitcoin on Lightning, and you say, so can I uh, back it up from my keys? And they say, well, not not really. And like you've got to use all these other. I said, just give me a Bitcoin address. No, no, it's a Lightning address. So is it Bitcoin? No. <laughs> uh, anyway, you can go around and say yeah. it's, always, it's always fun to play yeah. those games sometime. All right. So as far as traffic right. on the network going, like you're saying, mm-hmm. we're up to about fifty five thousand transactions a day it's just been slowly creeping up because uh lightning is the ultimate shit coin exactly omar correct uh but the 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 network has like you're saying the price has kind of bottomed out but also sort of the network activity has just been building a nice little mm. base i think of people that are regularly using the network you know and once it's it's really that key moment of when you get over from crypto oh, it's something i bought and then i've just forgotten about it and i've carried on with my life and three years later i'm hoping to be rich versus yeah. oh actually just once in a while i buy something on purse.io or i you know trade with somebody that i know or i have a mate who's into it so i pay him back for dinner or those kind of small because those, those start to snowball because mm. it is easy and it does work and and I think you know that's that's maybe starting to happen a bit in the in the BCH community at the moment. Is yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely rising. And with every meetup that we have, uh, more people are, are are getting it, and they they experimenting, they're having a bit of fun with it, and then it be, just becomes more of a way of life, um, bit by bit. You know, they they first they get a little bit, and they like play around with it. You know, um, I had a guy. Um, come up and visit me like I get people out of town um, from different states that drive up or fly up you know to like one guy came from Western Australia just to see me and another guy came from um, Sydney Australia um, come and see me and both of them paid for their meals in Bitcoin cash and it was like Christmas to them they like (laughs) They they loved it, man. They loved it. And the guy from Sydney, he used to back EOS. He was a big EOS fan. He's jumped EOS now. He's on the Bitcoin cash wagon. So 
yeah, he's asking me, oh, how do I do adoption down in Sydney, you know? And so he rolled with me for a little bit and um, got to experience what I do in that. And, um, yeah, hopefully he'll, he'll, he'll start onboarding merchants down in Sydney. So um, because all the Bitcoin merchants um, in Fortitude Valley in Brisbane and stuff like that where I bought lunch, you know, can and coke and stuff like that, those ones, they don't accept Bitcoin anymore. You know, Brisbane Airport, you used to be able to pay for, you know, um, dinner, or like a meal at, at the airport in Bitcoin. They go gone. They're not there anymore. And so you've got virtually no Bitcoin merchants, BTC merchants, and you're getting a rise in Bitcoin cash merchants. Um, they're rising up. And, you know, if they just have one transaction a month, it still does not cost them anything to accept Bitcoin cash. Mm-hmm. It's the most risk-free way of um, getting into a niche market, diversifying uh, your exposure, um, getting some customers, maybe tourists come in. Like, you know, if you come from the United States or from England, if you come to Australia, if you come to the Bitcoin Cash City, Townsville, you can live here and stay here 100% on Bitcoin Cash. My guarantee. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Taxi cabs, um, yeah, hotels, food. Yeah, whatever you, you whatever you name, it's there. It's all taken care of, and yeah, I just have to get a nursery on board and a, and a, maybe an archery place and maybe a gun club. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of, trying I'm trying to think of merchants that I haven't got. You know, not just cafes, not just like shops, but like what else in there? You know, I'm I'm trying to hit up, um, you know, one of our service stations so we can get fuel in bitcoin cash we've got one service station on magnetic island that takes bitcoin cash for fuel um, but that's like a 45 minute barge trip to magnetic island from townsville to get across there so if you live on maggie island you're great you're sorted but for us on the mainland um i've got my work cut out for me so um yeah 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 all right Great, I love to hear. Oh, we'll definitely we'll do a segment at the at the end as well too, where I want to dig into a few more of the questions about that. But we got to we got to hit through this the stats first. So yeah, uh, sending USD this week. I don't really want to touch on this too much. Not much action. It's all just kind of trundling along. Crypto markets, uh, not really going that far. And then we've got this story this week uh, where I noticed that on Twitter. Ecash, who obviously forked away from uh, Bitcoin Cash, and they've got a couple mentions on the show recently. I think they're going to fade out, but they've become up as a little blip on the radar because they're now at the point where they're starting to fight the battles that BCH had to fight after splitting off from BDC, right? And when you split a coin like that, it's very, very traumatic. And there's a lot of misinformation and the community is trying to reorganize and figure out what's going on and whatever. And I really wanted to highlight this because I noticed that the um, eCash people have now started doing these sort of edits of the white paper, which is the same thing that Bitcoin SV did, where they sort of tried to add legitimacy by changing the who wrote the white well, you know, who wrote the white paper on PSV. They put Craig Wright instead of Satoshi, or they put his email address instead of just Satoshi's original email address. Or now these eCash people are just changing the the title of the white paper, and I think people. Mm. I really want to, you know, highlight to the to the community that that you get people every once in a while saying, "Oh, you know, we should rebrand or we should do something different, you know, to differentiate ourselves from Bitcoin BDC." But I think the we've mostly paid the 
paid the price that we have to pay. And now it's mostly upside, which is that yeah. people are going to, when you say Bitcoin, people get, okay, Bitcoin, they know Bitcoin, they've heard Bitcoin. And being willing to fight for that brand name and also to mm. preserve the history of the original mm. project and read the white paper, a peer-to-peer cash system. You see Bitcoin cash, I can just pay you. It's that simple. All of the the community's dedication to that overwhelming all of the bud and not wanting to rebrand and stuff, I think is very, mm. very, very critical. It's not the first thing somebody needs to know about Bitcoin Cash. They can just know, okay, it's easy and user-friendly. But as they get mm. more and more into the community and they understand all this, the vision and the reasons that you know things are the way they are, it's it's something that we need to, to hold true to, I think. So I, I just wanted to get your your thoughts on on that is it important that we are the real bitcoin look we just walk our own walk we just do what we do um you know people people you know you you might fool someone once but you can't fool them twice you know like um you know ecash okay like that you know do does do they even have a, a consensus yet? Do they actually have like a tribunal or, or, or a government body or is it just one guy getting all this um, revenue from the mining tax? I don't, I don't know. But, um, uh, you know, it, it, you know, you know, I, I hate splits. You know, I like seeing um, intelligent people walk away from the cause. But if... You know, I, I guess it's been a bit of a clean-up in a way because it's 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 sifting out those bad actors or I don't want to say bad actors, but sifting out ones that are, have, are not true to the idea. And, you know, so we've sort of got a bit of a system sifting going on. And, you know, if, if, if they got a project and it works, well, that's great for them. But um, they are not Bitcoin. They, you know, they you know, they, what they call themselves, eCash. So that's what they want to be called. And I think that was eCash was like a a, um, a primitive project way back where they try to do what Bitcoin Cash was doing now, but they failed because they could they could fudge the transactions and duplicate and double spend and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I actually know this guy here in this tweet, this um, Kane um, XEC. I actually know that fella. All right. Um, okay. Yeah, he's he's a he's a friend of mine. So I he means well, um, and he's a good bloke in that. Um, look, that's it's not my fight, man. I just I just focus on my own backyard. I know what the people want. The, the adoptions are here. I don't see eCash um, becoming relevant. Um, yeah. That's right. Yeah. The network effect is just a critical, critical loss. And of course, that's the argument that the Bitcoin BTC side make against BCH. Like we've got the network effect and whatever, so you're wrecked. But as as you were saying, it sort of depends on what metric you're looking at because if your network effect is merchants who've adopted Bitcoin in the East Coast of Australia, then, well, according to that metric, we're crushing them. But the, that's, that's the, the that people don't using. realize that. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, somebody who's sitting on Twitter in America and who's never spent any Bitcoin in their life, well, they might look at the coin market cap and think, ha-ha, we've got you guys. But once you actually drill into the details a little bit, you kind of start to see more and more uh, cracks in the narrative. So, yeah, I just wanted to to yeah. make a quick mention of that because I think it's very important that the more sort of dedicated people in the community uh, maintain I think we this should tradition. Protect 
of the vision I, and the brand. Yeah. I think as long as we stay positive, we stay, you know, uh, you know, we, um, as long as we don't need to fight everyone. I mean, exactly. like we're living rent free in their heads. Um, we just, I, I, I say, I go, I go back to my original point. If you just knew what, like I'm, a, I'm just one guy in a, a tiny part of the world seeing what some, some very dedicated people that spend a lot of time developing what we have and, and seeing the vision and, and, and the progress that they are making. If people just knew how world-changing, how this could change the world for the better, then they wouldn't be worried about this, you know. And, and when these things come out, you know, everyone be playing catch up you know they'd be you know like like we had cash fusion and cash shuffle way before bitcoin had their what's it called Taproot. Taproot. yeah I nobody mean, even really uses that it's not user friendly it's not even going to work because the fees are too high it the fees only are works too high. for multi-sig transactions like there's a number of problems there I, I just I just looked at it and went, who would do that? You know, like unless you'd like rorted some got poor guy for millions of dollars and you want to launder your money somehow by paying you know exorbitant amount of fees, how does it even work? As a business, that doesn't work. It's not feasible. You know, this is why you got Elon Musk and and um Jack Dorsey, which I think my conspiracy theory is they are trying to profit off this. They are trying to profit off the weakness of BTC. So you will go through Square or whatever system that they have so they can be the gatekeepers, you know, that you use their card. I don't even have a card. That you use their Visa card or you use their special Musk card or Jack card, you know, to pay Bitcoin for yourself or, or whatever, you know, Um for for services, you know, which I'm already doing with with no no special card or anything peer to peer. So um, I think we're doing great. I'm, I really love our community. I really love the people in it. Um, this is, you know, Bitcoin Cash is not just a group of speculators. It's a family, you know, and we help each other out. You know, and sure we might get bloody noses from having disagreements every now and again but at the end of the day we dust ourselves off and we shake hands and we get on with the job you know we just stay positive we keep moving forward don't worry about the haters um and i think they'll win if we just focus on the on the prize on the, on the goal uh, i think whatever whatever's out there will just fade into non-existence so yeah i agree absolutely chat we're going to get in there yeah yeah I have a question for any eCash folks that are genuinely following and interested. And I know I've had my disagreements. You know, I'm not trying to be malicious at all. I thought, you know, I'm not going to get into this. But there, I remember one of the reasons, like the IFP is supposed, the funding proposals that the IFP has to deal with is supposed to be approved by the GNC, the Global Network Council. Uh, They were supposed to have, I think, biannual meetings or something like that. I can't see any evidence that there's been a single meeting yet. So what the hell's happening to that money? That's what I'm talking about, Jet. You know, did they did they decide? Oh, now that we split, we don't have to go go ahead with our word. Your word is your bond. You got to keep true to your word. If you're if you're just changing your word, and you know, I said that then, but now you know, we're not going to follow through on it. 
then it's, for me as a person, I lose trust in you. I'm going, well, okay, if, if, if you're not going to stay to your word, why should I invest my time in your project or, you know, in your, I, I have some e-cash from the split. I haven't bought any. I've just got some. I don't even know what to do with it. It's just sitting there. I don't even touch it. Yeah, it's it, sitting there. It, it's still on the website, so I would expect them to still at least have it in the back of their mind. Like, hey, we want to follow through. And I understand COVID could make things difficult. But yeah, just if anyone wants to let me know what the hell the plan is there, I'm at least interested enough to keep a side eye on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I, it. That's that's really all we need to do. The BCH community is... Uh, I I do keep an eye on I keep an eye on BDC I keep an eye on eCash and I keep an eye on on BSV because yeah. just quietly it's I think all three of those coins are especially BDC but all three of them have decided no we're doing things the right way and screw everyone else but they're not you know with it enough in my mind is that you can be doing what you're doing but if somebody else comes up with a good idea you want to do that too right that's that's the whole point of the free market of crypto competition is mm. like mm. the evm ethereum's got the evm well great now we've got it too you know killer <laughs> so that's what that's what it's mostly it's mostly about is you don't want to ignore isolation is not a virtue you want your mm. coin to be in the mix of all the other coins learning and absorbing different things mm. from them as you go along while also obviously mm. having your own unique selling points. Mm. And, and, you know, I can, I can relate to them on a, on a level where it, you know, developers have it hard. They do a lot of stuff um, for, for little to no recognition or, or, or even payment, you know, you know, it costs them their own money to, to do stuff. And then, you know, in a hope that it becomes, you know, accepted or, or it actually becomes used or it works out well some projects have been going on for years you know how many re how much resource monetary resource has gone into a project that we don't know about they've been doing it off their own back and so i can see that i i, I can empathize why they, there is a need for better funding and so that's you know that's what sort of gives me um empathy um but yeah, they don't even have this council going, um, which is a bit of a shame um, or a bit of a regret, I suppose, for them. Um, but um, I'm hoping that, you know, as the community, us, the community, Bitcoin Cash community will continue to support those who work hard to make our lives easier. Yeah, and I think we've seen a lot of good work with with flip starters has been i mean there's a criticism the other way that there's also been flip starters which haven't necessarily worked out or the money's got lost here or there or, you know whatever it's not necessarily like a hundred percent track record but on the other hand uh over time hopefully the good projects will will rise mm. to the top and also there is those capabilities for things to be funded in decentralized community centric yeah. ways right which is which is really great to see Okay, so speaking of Elon Musk then, uh, we, you were just kind of hitting on him. I wanted to bring him up as well because this was, uh, I've got the BCH uh, podcast Telegram group. So this is uh, the people who are very, you know, on the ball. They mm. they know what's going on. This is the like expert uh, counsel and some in the universe who I think has since changed his name, but he, he posts a lot in the, I assume it's a he, could be a she, uh, posts in the Telegram um a bunch 
and uh, has a lot of good takes, but put up a poll saying, does Elon Musk own any BCH? And it came out to a 20 to 21 victory for no. So 49% went with yes and 51% went with no. So clearly within the BCH community, this is it's very finely split as to we can't we can't take a wisdom of the crowds approach here to get an mm. answer because mm. people people don't know. So uh, Elon has obviously publicly discussed holding BDC, Ethereum, and Doge, but he's never, I think, said the actual words Bitcoin Cash, despite sort of acknowledging some comments from Kim.com on Twitter about yep. it. And he has talked about big blocks. He has been hating on Lightning Network and whatever. So I voted no personally because I think he would be honest if he had bought some, he would mention it or he would say it. Mm. But obviously there will be a lag where he buys up a bit and then, you know, two months later he says, I've got some. But and I don't think we're in that window quite yet. So that was my argument for for voting no but jet has voted yes so i want to hear what jet's okay. take is and then we'll get we'll get your take you can be the deciding deciding vote so i'm not gonna lie it's not like i put a hell of a lot of thought into a poll on telegram uh that being said i think given the impression that i get from you know him talking about big blocks and the issues that some of these other chains have i think even if it's uh a nickel worth or you know a dime worth and it's weird to use those words for coins now but uh i think he's at least fiddled around with it and has a couple couple satoshis hanging around and um yeah i think knowing you know the the direction that jack has pivoted in and elon's like, it was weird to me to see Jack put out a tweet that's like, I recognize that I'm responsible for some of the issues of social media. And then the next day, Elon buying the largest, you know, single shareholder position of Twitter. Um, mm. So I think there's some, I think there's like almost a new, maybe I'm just being too tech bro, but I think there's almost a new wave of like cyber libertarianism. Um and I think that Bitcoin Cash is the most well-positioned for that. And I think people like Jack and Elon will have to, at some point, bring more of their focus to Bitcoin Cash. I think both of them have a little bit of it just to have uh, experienced it. Jason, what do you think? Why well, Are you talking one BCH or are you talking about a few hundred? Like. I Maybe think this was got... part of the question, right? Is that it, yeah. it's, the, technically the poll is, does Elon Musk own any BCH? But I sort of took that mm. to mean he has ideologically, because you don't really like, let's say I give you something, but you, it's sitting in your house, but you've forgotten yeah. about it. Like that's mentally speaking, from your point of view, do you own that? Well, not really, because you don't really care. If it vanished, you wouldn't you wouldn't mm. notice. That's That was sort of the flavor I took of it rather than thinking, okay, maybe somebody had sent him 10 cents and he thought, cool. Uh, but has he like emotionally invested himself into buying some and getting on board with the vision and the project? Mm. I don't think so. But yeah, it's up to you. How do you determine uh, the interpret the question? I um I'm gonna say no, um, and the reason is this is because um, I if I'm Elon, I can see how I can make money um, with Bitcoin. Um, with all the problems that it has, um, providing a solution. He's a businessman. He's an entrepreneur. Um, you know, I would 
think that he would be more of a hero if he came up with a, a great solution for BTC because he said he had, had more Bitcoin than um, even Doge. He holds more Bitcoin. So, um, and, he, you know, and he, he's pumped Doge. He's pumped Doge. And, you know, Ether, you know, he spoke on a, spoke on a, on a on minor level. But um, he's, you know, if it wasn't for Kim, I'm hoping guys like Kim could probably knock some sense into him and and bring him around you know if there's a sense of nobility where he wants to make the world a better place um bitcoin cash would be the the way to go and and i'm sure elon if you're listening to this podcast man you can do a lot of great work on bitcoin cash i mean a- anything that you're doing on ethereum you can basically do it on smart bch so mate just jump ship don't worry about btc cut your corners you know j- hit, Link up with Kim.com and release a new, great new platform, you know? I have um, a pitch if Elon is watching this. Why not have your smart charge stations accept cryptocurrency? And, of course, I would say Bitcoin Cash Bitcoin is fantastic Cash. for that. But this is perfect for micropayments. And you can you can oh. activate it based off of the, the payment threshold. So you say you want half an hour of charge? Well, that cost X amount of Satoshis. Like, yeah. it. It's not even like it would be hard to program into the already existing thing. I imagine it has network connectivity like every other Tesla thing. So mm-hmm. That's a great idea, Jet. You're a genius. You know, we're, we're trying to do that with our parking stations here in Townsville to get our council to have our parking meters accept Bitcoin Cash. You know, our laundry mats do. Why not the parking meters? Um, you know, and that's a that's a that's a, a real life, real example of on a solution, you know. And we're talking about um, recycling, you know. In Australia, you get ten cents for recycling this. What's stopping someone from coming up with um, a technology when you put this in a bin, you know, ten cents worth of Bitcoin cash gets deposited into your wallet? What's stopping that from happening? Nothing. It's guys like Elon Musk not thinking about something that's already. Just begging, just begging to be done. You know, that's a million dollar idea just then, you know. That, that, is, that honestly is for people who don't know uh, in Australia. And I haven't seen this really anywhere else in the world. But in Australia, if you buy a can of uh, Coke or a lemonade or something like that, you same tend to have a, okay, same in Canada then. You have a, it will say on the can, five cents when returned to a depot in South Australia is usually what it Mm -hmm. says or 10 cents. And the idea is that people either find them by, I don't know, picking them up off the street or even they just have a, I don't know, a box or whatever in the corner of their room. Here we go. Jet's going to demonstrate for us. No, it just says, uh, you can't really read it, but it says return for refund where applicable. And it's anywhere from five cents to 10 cents. Yeah. And it's just, you, if you collect up all your bottles, your plastic bottles or your aluminium cans, and then you take them into wherever it is, then, uh, you know, if you have a few thousand cans because you've been having everybody drinking different drinks at your mm. house over the last three years, well, then bam, mm. there's 500 bucks or whatever that you made back just uh, by slowly accumulating. And it's true. That would be a perfect use case for just because you could it could be little decentralized machines you wouldn't even have to go to the actual like depot and mess around with a hundred uh you know thousand cans at one time you could just do it with i've got three from yesterday let me just Mm -hmm. throw those out 
Ching yep. um um in and the machine can even take a take a small cut or whatever and nobody would care less. They, yeah, they could you know charge one cent. You know, you, you get lots. You know how much rubbish is thrown out every day. If they charge one cent for for redeeming, you know, and you get nine cents, well, that's still great. You know, maybe they say you know bugger it, we'll just um. We'll, we'll make it 11 cents, so 10 cents goes to the person recycling and, and one cent goes to the upkeep and the running of the, the, um, the, the bin, the special bin that scans, scans the QR code and debit puts, um, puts the um, Satoshis into the, someone's wallet. Um, I, 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 I can tell you now there's going to be a lot of kids, a lot of children, a lot of even adults, maybe a lot of poor people, a lot of homeless people getting around with their phones and, and collecting um, cans and bottles and, and picking up the litter and putting them in the bins to get paid, you know, Japanese-level cleanness, you know, like Japan level. You know, everyone's clean, your streets are clean, everything's great. And, you, you know, you, Elon talks about the environment, you know, what a better way, you know. Bitcoin Cash is way greener than BTC, way greener. You, got, you can force more transactions through it. You can do so much more, fraction of a cost, um fraction of the power uh i don't I, I, to me if i was elon i'll be on the bitcoin cash bandwagon so i'm hoping king.com or, or someone in his that's able to get into his social circle can to bring him around but other than that the pessimist the the the, the pessimistic side of me thinking well elon you know if i was some if i want to make money I'll, I'll i'll spend money on a project where i can have everyone funnel through my system you know like paypal or something you know like what he done there you know so well that's just this uh, angle that i think is really interesting because it, the part of the reason i also put this in the slides this week was the there was this news that jet uh, sort of mentioned where a couple of days ago elon has bought a 9.2 percent stake in twitter so he's now the biggest mm-hmm. shareholder more than four times uh jack dorsey the the founder so i imagine in the board meetings he's now instantly a pretty massive hitter if he says look guys we want to do a bit more of this a bit more that and this came about from these sort of comments he was making about getting people to vote is twitter allowing enough free speech and basically people said no and elon even said take this seriously because there might be ramifications it seems like this is what the ramifications mm. are now he's mm. grabbed up a chunk and there is certainly an element uh, to elon musk well there's two uh, important elements one one is that he's a bit maverick he can do something that's just a bit outside the usual because he just doesn't answer to anyone and if he just gets on a bit of a tangent he can just say right we're making this happen and then bam it's 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 happening uh not many other people not many other twitter users even ones who were rich enough or famous enough mm. you know probably wouldn't be making these kind of uh moves and then the second element is he is also to a certain extent kind of idealistic of course there's a lot of public debate about some people think it's all a bit of a front and some people think yeah he truly is trying to sort of fix humanity and so to me the this twitter example is kind of a case of he's just like look i just am rich enough that i can actually sort of fix it and obviously he himself also likes twitter he's a user as well as an investor now so that's part of the reason he he might see it as a problem or he might want to fix it but i i just definitely feel if he really did get the message and the vision of of crypto which i it's hard to believe that he hasn't 
uh, with the amount that he's been involved. But if he did get it, it would seems to me the obvious thing is just he could accelerate humanity and all that stuff that he's all about. He could explode global economic growth and therefore mm. get to the moon or get to Mars a bunch faster if he just mm. put out a couple of tweets of Bitcoin Cash, gave that the little push it needed to ramp mm. up in adoption, and then bam, we'd be flying. But either that uh, option hasn't occurred to him, which is kind of hard to imagine, or exactly. he doesn't really want to for some reason. I think he's. I think he's. Um... I think you're right. I think he has a, a certain personality of being a maverick, um, but he's towing certain lines because he's a businessman. He's towing certain lines because he's confined himself. Maybe he's a bit of like a Joe Rogan where there's a lot that he can say, but it's fear of being you know, censored or, or being restricted or in some way, business speaking, that maybe he reframes himself a bit. He gives a lot of hints what, where, where, where he would like to go, and then he, but he keeps going down this path of sort of neutrality sort of thing. So I don't know. I, I really hope that you guys are right that, or in Jet, you know, that he, he's, you know, he's one of us or something like that. I, I, I really want to, I really want to hope the best for him. But just, just on the conservative side, I, I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. I'm just going to go, no. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess we'll, we'll wait and see. The, I, I mean, the, at the end of the day, it really, I think, will probably be an after effect rather rather than a cause. You can't sit around and just beg Elon to pump BCH because it'll be probably the opposite. It'll be the exact moment when BCH is starting to fly, and we there's no there's no need for Elon. It's going to take over anyway. That's when he'll he'll Elon. come out and be involved. You know? pe- 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 people have this sorry, Jet. People have this mentality that we need a spokesman, we need a savior, we need a lead person, we need a leader. No, we've got the Bitcoin Cash zeitgeist. We've got we've got the 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 ether, the spirit of Satoshi is pushing us forward. You know, it's it's we're all in the same realm of thinking. You know, going forward, we don't we don't. Although having lead people and people that can help are great, we should not be idolizing people to push our coin forward. You know, what I mean, Dodge would be nothing without Elon. It was a joke coin. It was a a fork of um, Litecoin. It's it was it's not even designed well to be profitable, you know. So, yeah. Sorry, Jet. <laughs> no worries at all. Um, I just wanted to note, like, I don't know why it like smacked me in the face. I find it so funny the mentality that a person would have to have to be like Bitcoin Cash is a scam, especially considering the conversation of all these different places you can spend it. Like, what other scam has so much utility? Like, the best I can think of is maybe those MLL Tupperware kind of (laughs) businesses. But aside from that, and even then, who doesn't have Tupperware in their house? Are you, what, are you saying are you, uh, you want to buy some not, Tupperware? Jeff? Do not bash Tupperware, man. <laughs> do not bash it. Because there's lifetime warranty on those things. There's lifetime warranty. And when Bitcoin Jason put the Tupperware in the microwave and overcooked his dinner and fried the lid, and it was all buckled and stuff like that where he couldn't put it back on, I got a free lid back. So don't you be like a Tupperware. <laughs> I'm not knocking it at all. I'm actually saying like, if Bitcoin Cash, even if it has this idea in people's mind, like, oh, it's a scam, like, much like people think of those MLM Tupperware style 
businesses, like everyone still uses Tupperware because mm-hmm. it's valuable. So yeah. it's so, I don't know. I wouldn't like, that's the only uh, parallel I can see in like the mindset of this is a scam. Uh, and even then it's, it's like just disinformation. It's just a yeah. disinformation attack that goes back to the original fork. Bcash, it's a scam. They're trying to steal the brand name. It's not the real thing. Blah, 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 blah. And those things just echo around in the consciousness of so many low information people, basically, who they've they like they don't know anything about crypto. And all they know is they know they know a guy who knows a guy who who is into Bitcoin who said who made money three years ago. And it came through, you know, the grapevine that this is kind of some shitty knockoff and they've never looked into it. They don't even have a strong opinion, but just that's what they heard and good enough kind of thing. Right. So that's, that's where the, yeah, the network effect of the community on the ground is it's much harder to FUD someone off if they're talking face to face with you, because you can explain if they have any questions and you're obviously a genuine person and you can show them a transaction. You can do all these steps uh, that that just cuts straight away through just layers and layers of uh, bullshit that happens online, which is why it's pretty important, I think, for the Bitcoin Cash community that we're proactive in person. I mean, online, obviously, that's good and you can reach yeah. more of uh, people, but a grassroots movement comes from face-to-face conversations, I think. Jeremy and Jet, what, what actually happened um, to us here is um, I was approaching this um, business about accepting Bitcoin Cash. It was um, a, a place that's opening up. They're redesigning and that, and like opening up, and it's going to be a fantastic place to have pizza and and beer, or whatever you know, like a great place, right? Good hangout spot on a Friday night. Anyway, I approached this guy, and he's saying no, and all this sort of stuff. Anyway, he was out going to dinner, right? And someone, not me. Someone else was paying for their meal at the same restaurant in Bitcoin Cash, right? I later went and um, later I got caught up with him and he said he's going to um, accept Bitcoin Cash because he saw someone using it. He saw someone using it and he was like, wow, this person used it here. I might as well do it too, you know? So the, the proof is in the pudding. I mean, like... If is someone going to bash me because I have Velcro laces instead of shoelaces or something like that? Like, come on, like it works. There's nothing wrong with it, and people use it. And 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 when when people see someone paying in Bitcoin Cash, they go, "Wow, that's interesting," and their mind starts getting interested, and then they start learning more about it. And this merchant, I didn't onboard that merchant. What onboard? The, what got that merchant on board was someone paying for their meal in Bitcoin Cash. That what got him on board. I, I approached him. I planted a seed. But when he saw someone actually using it, that was the close. That was the closing thing. You know what? I'm going to do it too. And now I'm just going to wait until he finishes his rev, um, renovations. And then that's another video for the Bitcoin Cash City to go up on Reddit and stuff like that. So it's great. Yeah, so let's let's move on. Let's chat a bit about the Bitcoin Cash City then. I mean, obviously, we have already uh, mentioned it quite a lot, but I had it here on the slides. Yeah. So it's Townsville in Australia. There's literally hundreds of, of BCH merchants and a pretty solid peer-to-peer uh, self-sustaining economy. The mm-hmm. reason I found out about it initially was that I 
ca- I uh, was out of Bitcoin between about 2017 and late uh, 2020-ish when the price started going back up. So I thought, oh, let me just look into all this stuff again. And I looked uh, on RBDC and I found, okay, what's going on here? Bitcoin Cash is still kicking along. And I somehow got onto one of these videos. I think it was probably from one of Hayden Otto's uh, videos, actually, of the Bitcoin Cash City Conference, which has only happened once, to my knowledge, uh, because it was in 2019, and then in 2020 and 2021, the uh, lockdowns and restrictions in Australia meant that it couldn't happen, right? But there was just this event where all these people rocked up to Townsville and found, like, holy crap, we've got a whole city where you actually can use it and it's a self-sustaining economy and all mm-hmm. and all these really great there's a lot of really great talks you can actually find them on youtube and i recommend to anybody the talk by amori sachet uh who was you know we were ragging on ecash a bit before but he yeah. was uh in the bch devs and now he's off with with ecash but he gave this a fantastic talk where he explained a few concepts that i had never heard about i didn't know about which was about how the fork worked out and how the bdc side even though they were sort of the wrong in quotation marks side of the fork. They won just because they were more adamant and they said, okay, we're going all in on this and screw you guys. Uh, You know, if you want to fork off, like do it. And the BCH side was sort of trying to negotiate and find, well, what about 20 megabytes? What about eight megabytes? What about two megabytes? And because if the one side is just basically irrationally uncompromising, they can sort of overrule uh, the, the other side who is a bit more, like flexible and everything. But the point of this is that once you've, it's sort of the same in situation with adopting the merchants. If there's lots of people already using it and adopting it and whatever, then there is no random argument or other trickery you can do to change somebody's mind when they can see it happening and working right in front of them, right? And so what I wanted to ask you about was uh, how how to your knowledge i guess how how did this all start and how can we um replicate that somewhere else like for instance you were talking about the gold coast so there's some of that happening in the gold coast is it going to spread sort of virally from one to another and this is also where people need to remember the geography of australia that townsville and yeah. the gold coast are a freaking long way apart you know in european drive. yeah in european terms it's yeah. it's like huge so, uh, you know, it's like several countries away, even though in Australia, that's in Australia, that's still close. Those two places are close by Australian measuring, but by the rest of the world, that's an eternity yeah. away. And so that's yeah. maybe impacting the ability for it to kind of virally spread among the population, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm basically carrying on the work of what someone else's have done. Like there's like a lot of these people at the Bitcoin Cash conference, they are developers of the Bitcoin Cash blockchain. They're working on on making Bitcoin Cash better, you know, with making it all harmonious and stuff like that. So they get a lot of their income uh, in Bitcoin Cash, you know, and they, they have it. They have a lot of it. And so um, they are very passionate that they just want to use Bitcoin Cash. So, you know, people like me, they love people like me because I'm able to do some, while they're doing the work in the office, they've got um, enthusiastic guys like myself going out there and just spreading the word, you know. And so um, a few of these, few of these merchants were already on board and um, COVID happened and, 
you know, it, it, it knocked a, f- a lot of them out, you know, probably about 45 uh, merchants had to take off the maps because they were closed down, sold their business or just not, no longer operating. Um, so the best experience that I can give you is what, what happened in Gold Coast is I just started with one merchant. And that was the easiest one. The, the easiest one to do was, say, a cafe that was maybe they need a bit more business. And I just made them an offer that they, that they couldn't refuse. I said, look, I'll bring more customers in. I'll bring more customers in because I would like to have a, a meetup here. Can I have a meetup here? Great. Um, now, at this meetup, everyone uses Bitcoin Cash. So I'm willing to supply a tablet and, and – um, that so people can pay for their meals and you go you go through that you got you got to know their business you, you know you talk with them sometimes it might take a few weeks or even months but you get that happening you get your first merchant there which is a cafe or somewhere somewhere cool to hang out you have meetups there and then more people start getting interested in it and then you just go to the then you just go from next merchant and so you have a few few merchants so you get those merchants on board by us having uh, meetups, we do a, a few things. We bring more customers through their door, so there's more traffic, right? It's free advertising for them. So we also do videos for them. So I blog about them. I have um, some great people. I've got Felicity and um, DigiRider. He's a film guy. He's one of our Bitcoin Cash merchants and Felicity. She's a photographer. And what we do, we, we make a special promo video for free. You know, and and then we like blog about our night there and the meetup. So it gets some get some free advertisement. We bring more customers through their door, and <clears throat> whatever concerns that they might have, they go. What about volunteerity? We go. No worries. There's a lot of people coming to this meetup that will want to buy your Bitcoin Cash off you, right? And that's a that's an easy way. Most nine times out of ten, they end up keeping the Bitcoin Cash without even worrying about. It. They said, "Look, I'm happy." That's great. I've got. Don't worry about it. Um, the ones, the ones that do want to cash out are probably the ones that are, are, are really scared. You know, they got they're living week to week, and they just they just need that money. Um, so if you can get a few people on board that are, are willing to buy that Bitcoin cash of them, like underwrite underwrite them, that is that settles all fear, right? Then it's just a matter of just going business to business, and then and then in my and what I do is whatever I do in my daily life, grocery shoppings, um, getting my wife a dress. Um, the, oh man, um, my clothes, my clothes, man, bought with Bitcoin Cash. Looking the sick hat that for I the, wear. the audio listeners. Jason's got a very nice dapper grey jacket. Uh, on you know could be on yeah. the night on the town could be could be rocking that I, and I a got, cash city conference hat as well yeah no this this i didn't pay for yeah this was given to me but my my um oakley shirts um my globe shoes my globe socks uh you know my um globe pants um they all been bought with bitcoin cash out of surf store you know what i mean like a surf store i'm going to buy electric scooter in bitcoin cash Right, so everything that I've got is Bitcoin Cash. Whatever I can get, I, I do. And if I can't get it, I try very hard to get that on on board, and just go from there. And so, what you're doing with these meetups? So, th- the main argument that I see on Reddit and stuff like that is, oh, okay, it's great having all these merchants, but 
who's actually shopping there besides you? Well, that's the, that's the point of having these meetups, man. You have these meetups. People get more interested in it. People try it. Like I, my, my first thing that I bought with Bitcoin Cash was basically um, Bitcoin Cash M&Ms. That's all they, they were just fancy candy that was in a, in a thing. I paid like 10 cents for it. And I'm going, this is fun. This is cool. You know? It's fun, yeah. Yeah, it's something fun. And so when people come to a Bitcoin Cash meetup, you know, even if maybe a, just a crypto meetup, it, when they come in, if, if there's a point of sale that's accepting Bitcoin Cash, well, guess what? They, more and more people are going to keep coming to those meetups. They're going to bring their friends and they're going to pay in Bitcoin Cash. And that's how you get more and more people buying the Bitcoin Cash. That's how you get more traffic. And then, you, that, then it's just a process of going around, you know. So you look after your merchants, help, help spread both retail, investment adoption, and merchant adoption. They, they go hand in hand. So our merchant adoption, we're going about two, two and a half um, merchants per week. Um, that's what we're averaging at. Um, I think this year so far we did like 45. You know, I'll just check my notes. Yeah, 45. Um, in the month of April, in five days, we've onboarded eight merchants in five days. That's amazing. In Townsville. Yeah. That's amazing. Uh-oh. It seems like and it on- could be hitting, you know, like in St. Kitts they've been – doing this too and there's sort of there's sort of a critical tipping point uh that you hit where the bch sort of signs and stickers and whatever are everywhere and like you said more and more people are seeing somebody else pay with bitcoin cash because if you see that as a third person then you're seeing something really special happening which is the merchant has agreed to it the other the customer has agreed to it and they've now linked you know they've formed a connection and you're watching all of that from the outside for the merchant or the initial person or even you yourself firstly you know you've already got like half of the you had already have half of the buy-in but if you're a third person and you're watching this happen between two other people that sort of even just subtly communicates all the messages about it being a voluntarily economy about peer-to-peer you know all those things are just silently wrapped up in seeing a, a, a transaction like that happen and you get merchants going to other merchants spending the bitcoin cash as well they just they exactly. just it's just circling around like so um i i've got to be careful i know a certain individual that has shops right and he takes he underwrites himself he underwrites his own bitcoin right so he goes and takes his wife out and he has business dinners right at a very high class restaurant that we've got on board and they pay they this, they one of the raiders um, cuz I'm I'm on good on good terms with him I, I go there early in the morning and have coffee and stuff like that he goes bitcoin jason we had um your mate over the other night he spent $500 on dinner on bitcoin cash I bet they're loving it yeah, yeah. Businesses yeah. thrive on customers or on yeah. on revenue, you know, turnover, cash flow. That's what it's called, cash flow. It's the cash flow, it's Bitcoin cash flow. cash flow. So, so the way I see it is, um, people in Townsville are hedging against, God forbid, a a currency collapse. Just so the U.S. like, I saw some news from CNN saying that that the American dollar was um, in danger of losing its position as a in purchasing power and stuff like that being the dominant currency and you see that you know 
just like Bitcoin Core is losing its dominance with the altcoins, that's happening with the American dollar. You know, and a lot of American dollars has been shifted into, you know, every time there was a stimulus came out, the Bitcoin price and all the alts went up because people are taking their, their helicopter money and they parking it into real assets, you know, that they can use at a later date, you know. And having only 21 million coins, it's rare. It's rarer than gold. Gold you can mine more off. Bitcoin Cash is only 21 million. We've, we've already mined 19. You know, there's only 2 million left. So the more – you'd be silly not to get it now because adoption is, is rapidly, rapidly rising. And so it's, it's – it, you know, I believe that we are going back to the days when people should have said, oh, man, I wish I got Bitcoin Core at like 300 – what is it now? 377 US dollars. You know, there's 300 – Bitcoin Core used to be $377.54. It used to be that, but it's not now. It's up higher, right? But what I'm saying is Bitcoin Cash has the ability easy to get up to to where Bitcoin Core is and higher because anything that you can do on Ethereum, you can do it now with um, Smart BCH. The technology is there and smart people coming in and building on it. It's just a matter of time before people start jumping ship and and people are maintaining maintaining their purchasing power um, through um, not losing um, value th- through fee slippage. That's what I call it, fee slippage, by using Bitcoin Cash. During the during the lockdown, I converted BTC into BCH to live off, and I've saved myself a ton of fees by just doing that. You know, I paid the one fee to convert it to B- BCH, and then I'm just like do 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 this this spending it i've mentioned i have a a miner friend uh locally and when he first started withdrawing those coins into self-custody he was withdrawing btc and i was like he just wasn't aware and i was like hey you should try you know bitcoin cash out it's the same thing but rather than paying three dollars every time you want to move money it's less than a penny and he cussed mm. at me. He's like, why the, why the hell didn't you tell me this sooner? I've been spending so much money trying to move just to have my own money. And so now anytime he goes to offload coins, like I'm the first person he messages. And we always do it in Bitcoin Cash. That's one of the things I think is really interesting. Um, part of the fact that Bitcoin Cash has had this history of, of being, you know, censored and attacked and derided and so on and so forth. But even even all that uh, aside, one thing is the the low fees is just like a constant message. You know, it's a decentralized message to the world. Like this is more efficient, and people figure that out. Even if it is just, I mean, people say like to defeat a you know greater network effect, you need to be magnitudes better. You can't just be twice as good if somebody else is. 10 times as big. That's how I'm going to cut it. You need to be 10 times better or ideally you need to be 100 or 1,000 times better. Well, in a lot of cases, BCH already is 100x better. The difference between under a cent and $1, that's 100x right there. And then once you add in the pain and hassle of it being variable and it fluctuating, that annoys people. Sometimes it goes higher. Sometimes it goes to $10. Well, now you're 1,000x better. And those that's just this subtle, it's like, water dripping on a mountain is how i think of it it's just it's just slowly eroding away because once somebody realizes that there's no unwinding that that understanding mm. 
And, 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 a, and a lot of this hodl mentality comes from the Bitcoin core communities because it's so hard to move. It's expensive to move. And so someone like me that regularly gets fresh BCH and lives off it, um, the price fluctuations don't really do anything. I don't, I don't even hardly notice it. You know, I don't, I don't notice. The only time I notice it is if I, I buy something from a merchant and I see they made money out of it. Well, sometimes they make, you know, they, it might go down for a season for a little bit, but it goes back up again. And I really believe that, you know, coming out of that, that fork. So once we get into, when you got a five year chart, right? And once we get out of that five year chart from um, trading view or whatever it is, it, Bitcoin Cash is going to look really, really, um, uh, appealing. It's going to look so appealing because they they go from there and go, wow, it's 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 just cruising or not? It's cruising or on? Yeah, there's this big spike, but on average, is this cruising or not? You know, and and be, before long, you know, once we get from that 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 original sell off, the all time high. I mean, Bitcoin Cash. That's the only negative that I see with the charts is that Bitcoin Cash came off a fork like came off a fork there and everyone, including myself, dumped their BCH, right? And then, and then it, it settled down and then it started going off again. But we found, out, we found our resting place. We were building. The community is rising. So for every new merchant that comes on board, for every time that you share Bitcoin Cash and, and someone decides they're going to start buying it now and, and experimenting, it's lifting all ships. It's lifting all boats. You know, I love noise.cash. You know, there's people, poor people in Uganda and, and Venezuela and stuff like that. And I talk about Uganda. For, for $2 US, you can feed a whole family, right? Now, I know some people that get like $2 worth of tips on, on noise. That, that feeds their family. That's the difference between starvation. That's the difference between starvation. You cannot do that with people. I don't know any other, you can't do it with Doge, you can't do it with BTC, you can't do it with Ethereum, you can't do it with um, NEO, uh, you can't do it with, you know, I, don't, I know no other coin that I, that I can like someone's post and know that that's going to feed someone. No other way. I can literally send Jeremy and Jet one cent through a text message or through a, a shareable link to their, to their Instagram page or their Facebook profile or in, uh, a DM or something like that, and know that they'll get one cent. I mean, that's pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible that humanitarian uh, aspect to the whole the whole vision. I just want to quickly check uh, with you and with with Jet. Are we on a are we on a timer here? We're going to be coming up to two hours. I mean, I can go as long as you guys can go, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Jet might have to bounce it a bit. Just I'm good for another. Well, I could go for another hour at least okay all right jason you got any uh well i'm just trying to keep us on on pace no, you man, got any I'm, time constraint no i'm your guest i'm your okay. guest and <laughs> i'm i'm just chilling with i'm just having a, a glass of coke with two of my friends here just chilling we're talking about bitcoin cash so love it love it okay all right good well because yeah the episodes they they do vary you know sometimes it's 90 minutes and i think the longest one we've had is uh nearly sort of three hours but it just uh it just depends uh day to day and yeah we we're 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 just taking our time as we meander through this so that's that's good all right so on this um on the next slide then i've got some stuff about 
a return to the Bitcoin grassroots. And we've already been talking about this, yes. you know, in a roundabout way. But I thought about this because I was watching some of your stream the other day and uh, chatting to you and you were telling me about linking up with uh, Naomi Brockwell, who's another uh, big crypto. She's one of the biggest uh, crypto content creators, but she's she's the biggest sort of authentic crypto creator in the sense that there are bigger ones like Michael Saylor or Pompliano or Samson Mao that we um, talked about last week. She is the biggest one that will tell you like all the cypherpunk stuff about privacy and about spending your cryptocurrency and about, you know, she's interviewed Edward Snowden. I'm um, uh, yeah. And uh, all that sort of stuff, because she, she actually has that genuine credibility of the, the vision and the, and the scene. Right. And yeah. uh, so you were linking up with her and then also Chadwick Bailey, who's another mm-hmm. uh, BCH content creator. He's recently started doing some more live streams uh, yeah. and stuff, which is a bit of a difficult time zone for me, but I've checked in on a couple yeah. of them. Obviously now we've got this show and we're here uh, chatting. And I think this is the key point is that it's people are getting the idea in this world. We sort of went from this world with, out as much internet connectivity and whatever where people were very plugged into their local communities because Mm. the rest of the world was on a delay, right? You got the newspaper news or whatever, 24 hours later, and that was all happening far off somewhere else. And then we had the internet and things became this big, uh, you know, sort of like one, one world type of system where everybody's instantly what's going on everywhere in the world, feeling like we're all, all a part of it. But I think now things are starting to trend back the other way where now that a lot of that stuff is uh, censored or it is algorithmically manipulated or you don't know if you can mm. trust it or maybe it's not relevant to what's happening to you locally, people are starting to come back to thinking about peer-to-peer, about person-to-person, who is somebody real that I can trust. And that's sort of like you were mentioning with Joe Rogan, the mm. point being that Joe Rogan is not always right. But on the other hand, you you know that Joe Rogan's just a guy and he thinks whatever he thinks, he's got his opinions. But if he's wrong, oh, that's just, just his opinion. And it reminds me of, I think they did these studies definitely in Australia, but maybe um, maybe they've done it in other countries too, where uh, the most the person who was most likely to win a general Australian election to be the prime minister would be the one who of the two you know, candidates that people could most easily imagine themselves sitting there having a beer with. like That is a yeah. massive predictor of success in political elections. And so we're starting to kind of see a return to that in the world at large and also, I think, in the Bitcoin cash specifically because it has to be such a grassroots, uh, person-to-person type of thing. So I'm, I'm curious as to your, your thoughts on that too. No, I think you're 100% right. Um, I've met... I met the rich, rich people and I met the poor people and we all share the same vision. And so the thing that I, that I connect with is basically um, the family aspect of Bitcoin cash. We've, we've just got this, we've just got this essence about us that links us together. You know, we really want the best. We fed income. We, we really want the best for people. Um, I, I like Naomi, you know, she, she does a great job. Um, she's a far better podcaster than I am and she's, she's really thorough and we, we all have our little niches, you know, we're all part of this body called Bitcoin cash. And, you know, we've got some people that are uh, extreme and we might have narcissistic people there and we might have, 
you know, a, a redneck from Townsville, Australia. You know, we might have all these different people, you know, um, different time zones, but we all come together. You know, there's one guy I've been following, um, OG Foundation, um, Nam, Nam. Sovereign Nan, I've had him on the, yeah, yeah Sovereign Nan, I've had him on the yeah, show man, as well too. Yeah. Look, man, I, I totally respect that guy. Yeah, I totally respect him. You know, I would love to hang out and build a barn house with him or community with him. You know, he's on my level. You know, he's someone I could sit down, like you said, sit down and, and have a chat with, you know. And I met the I met very wealthy people that are really, really humble, you know, and really intelligent people that know lots about cut, um, coding and stuff like that, really humble type people, and I get along well with them. And so I think we're getting a, a resurgence on – what really matters and and it's basically you know um it's it's basically like live and let let live and let live type thing you know you know you know no flight is on me like don't 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 tread on me type stuff you know it's just like just you know i want control over my own money i want i want to you know peer-to-peer connections you know when we have these meetups when we do these merchants i'm i'm building a community you know i'm getting merchants connected with other merchants and customers with merchants and stuff like that so we have this network of not just a blockchain but we have a network of people that are basically um exchanging their energy um and and helping someone out you know i exchange my energy you know um, tipping you out on the podcast or I exchange my energy to buy a meal, you know, that I worked out and someone pays me. It's just this cycle that goes on. And it's not this this thing where you've got this vulture, you know, the machine goes brewer and they and they get the, the bulk of the money and then they get all this, they get the core value. And then by the time it gets to you, you're going, well, I'm being taxed through inflation, you know, and my, my dollar's been debased and and all this stuff and, um, you know, they want to talk about crypto being a scam. What? How many scams have been done on the US dollar? You know? Um, yeah, and look, I, I really like Naomi and stuff like that. And Chad, you know, um, he gets on on a weird night. And so I listen to him as I work. You know, I'm be, I might be driving around and he has this really cool music and I listen to him and, you know, I might chat to him when I've got time. But um I mean, guys like yourself, who, who doesn't want to be connected with you guys? You know, who, who doesn't want to be connected with Naomi and, and, and Chad and maybe Bitcoin Jason and, and all these different merchants that have the same sort of ideals, you know, the, the, the same of, you know, I just want the best for you, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I think that's something as like you're saying about uh, a rising tide lifts all boats i think that is going to you know maybe increasingly i'm sure it's already there a little bit but i think it's increasingly going to kick in which is that the the magic of uh bitcoin especially bitcoin cash is that we are all fighting on the same team but you don't need explicit communication right Mm. i don't need to uh even know that you exist or that there's somebody in china probably doesn't speak any english at all who's a fan of bitcoin cash and they're mm. maybe you know spreading some adoption or they're trading with their mates peer-to-peer or whatever they're, they're doing whatever they're doing is benefiting you and whatever you're doing is benefiting them and so you're fighting on the same team just by uh 
by collaborating based on the network, right? The network is just running and everybody just plugs into the network in their own different way. And in doing that, you put energy into the network uh, yeah. and that helps every that sort of spreads around to everyone. And then that it also spreads around back to you. And that obviously the price is the sort of one uh, very tangible indicator of that, where if the, as the community starts cooperating and doing well and the price rises, everybody is getting richer because of all the energy everyone's putting out individually and so it's easy to feel a bit isolated or whatever i'm sure there's listeners to this show i have the map on my maybe i'll publish a picture of it or something but i've got a map of my audio uh downloads and it's like spread around it's everywhere in the world like there's a Mm. lot of it in america and a lot of it in europe and also actually quite a good amount now in australia but there's just random little spots in africa and you know, South America and India and different different places where there's just one tiny little light of like one person who started listening to this mm. uh, podcast, you know. And so it might be easy to feel like, oh, you know, we're just on 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 where on our own or whatever. But like you're saying, it's more about uh, a family or a community of of shared values because anybody that will trade mm. with you in BCH is going to have to some extent that mentality that you know you you're living your life and i'm living my life and we only need to agree in as much as we can voluntarily agree to to do a deal uh on over this one kind of thing right so yeah it made me think when you were saying before just quickly as well the fact that you're talking about real people connecting in some ways that's the opposite of a lot of the other cryptocurrencies like in ethereum they have the crypto punks and all these avatars Mm. and different Mm. stuff that you know is sort of hiding who you are or you can be some you know metaverse like whatever Mm. but bch is about the real world it's about real people and when people see those peer-to-peer transactions happening in person that's that's kind of the connection that that we're looking for i think yeah and a lot of and and people band together when adversity adversity hits uh, you know, the, the things that have happened over the last couple of years has really shook up people's, um, you know, what am I doing with my life? What do I value? What do I value? You know, um, you know, we all got friends that used to be our friends, but friends no longer. Um, and so we sort of, we, we, it's this thing sort of, um, gave us a, a, a different perspective of what's actually real. What, what do we actually value in life? You know, what's important, you know, and, you know, fighting along these guys, you know, getting in the trenches and working with them, you know, I'm not a coder, but you know what, if I can help, if I can help these guys get their technology out and, and help, help me helping others, you know, um, that'd be great. You know, like, you know, Visa, Mastercard, man. If if these guys just knew what's coming, um, yeah, they do. That's why they've invested in Blockstream. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Jet. You're 100 yeah. percent right. Yeah. Uh, real quick, they... Jeremy, just for my own care. Sorry, Jason. If yeah, you wanna... go on. No, you're right, Jet. You're 100 percent right. That's why. Yeah, mm. we'd be uh... at million dollars already if if that didn't happen. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Jeremy, just for my own curiosity. Does Canada appear anywhere on like the audio downloads list? How much? Uh, I'd, ha- I'd have to check. I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a bit. Uh, it, must be in there somewhere. It's interesting Maybe. to me. I know Blockstream is a Canadian company, uh, and 
I would expect. Blockstream is Canadian. I didn't know that. Wow. Yes, yes. If I, if I, hold on. Let me quickly double check this. I'm nearly certain, though. Um, let Let me just see. I'll I'll try and I might be able to send you a screenshot. I'll just see if I can quickly pull it up so we can get it on the stream and everybody can uh, see what I'm talking about when I'm doing the the podcast. So it goes out uh, a few different ways. Obviously, it goes out on um, YouTube and on Odyssey and. All this sort of stuff. Oh man, the followers is on the rise at the moment. Headquartered just... in Victoria, Canada. What about oh, Spotify? Yeah, well, I had a, I was having a look at my Spotify the other day because I made that song as well, and I've got two monthly listeners on Spotify. I thought, hell yeah, two monthly listeners. I thought it would be zero, but somebody's listening to my my uh, music. I think my all time high was like ten people in a day listen to listen to my my song which was pretty awesome let me look jet i'll just send you this uh screenshot we'll see if we can bring it up on the on the um on the stream here okay here we go uh yeah so you when if, if we do that okay. what you'll second. see is so it's mostly oh, it's shit. mostly centered around the u.s and around europe because i guess it's an english-speaking podcast and also that's where um you know, lots of lots of people obviously live in those places, but there's a bit going on in Australia, and then just smattered around in South America, in Africa, in Saudi Arabia, uh, you know, in India and stuff like that. Not really in Russia. I mean, there's a lot of icy wasteland in Siberia, but in Russia and China, there's not really uh, as much. And there's some in these kind of yeah, Southeast Asia. Uh, region not really in Indonesia uh, either. At least one listener from Hawaii, it looks like. Um, yeah, so yeah, here's there we the go. Map. This is, and so I can actually zoom in on this a little bit, uh, and then it. Let me see. I'll maybe I'll see if I can send you a, a, a close in of like Europe, for instance, and then you can see a bit more of even different little towns or different people. It's just these little pinpricks of of light on a on a heat map uh you can only go so granular so you can't really get to the exact essence of every single you know i'm not like tracking people's like houses or anything like that but uh you can just see these all these little lights switching on around the globe it, it yeah it makes me feel uh feel incredible that's good man so. that's good because you're reaching you're reaching people so we all have a we all have a like a, a sphere of influence, and so you know you you've got a, a reach, and then you know I've got a reach, and we're all connecting like chains, and we're spreading the reach. So you know now Bitcoin Jason is is with Jet and Jeremy. So my our chains of circle of influence, our overlapping, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's it, six degrees of separation or something like that? Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's all starting to connect, and I think the more people that are like that, I think Bitcoin Cash is just going to go. Yeah, that whole that whole United Kingdom will be united in red listeners of you know the the Bitcoin Cash podcast. You know, it's exciting. You know, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's going to be higher in English speaking countries than it is you know, say Russian speaking countries because you know not many people. You know, you, you'd be the English speakers that will hear it. But, mm. you know, you look at all those people. If you go to Australia, you know, you, 
you've got Byron Bay, which is the most east point of Australia. You've got Byron Bay there, and then you've got a whole lot in Sydney going down to Melbourne and even into um, Tasmania there. And you've got a few New Zealanders. You've got, Western, you've got Perth in Western Australia. Um, South no one Australia. in the Northern Territory. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, haven't made it up there yet. <laughs> it depends. It depends if they're taking the... Um, the internet signal from Brisbane or something like that, or from I guess Macari. yeah, they might have it might be by their ISP, yeah. Because um, I noticed that on the Bitcoin.com maps, um, a lot of my merchants, when you zoom right out, right out, are, are in Papua New Guinea. <laughs> you know, uh, until you zoom in and you can see our 148 type merchants, you know, um, or 138. We're getting more on there. Um, yeah. We, we're going to hit 200 merchants. We're going to hit 200 merchants. That's my short-term goal. That's so. absolutely, absolutely amazing. Just All right, re- next. Oh, go on, go Yeah, on. so the reason why I brought up the localization was because, like, I I was nearly certain that Blockstream was Canadian. Double-checked. They are. At least their headquarters is in British Columbia. Um. I would expect that for what I would consider the largest or at least most well-known like crypto company in the entire world, that the country that it's based in would have more significant crypto resources. But mm-hmm. the entire Canadian government so far has been very like standoffish, and now it's been KYC and a lot of regulations. Um, and... I can't help but think like, oh, well, maybe there's a whisper in someone that Silent works in... lobby. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then how much more popular would all of cryptocurrency be if blocks, it, especially in Canada, like this is where I am, I've, I, at least in the province of New Brunswick where I have experience, it's so difficult to actually get crypto, even to just pay... Pe- like, if I want to tip someone, I have to try and like... Like, it's not enough to just be like, can I give you money? It's like, I'll give you 10% extra if you do this. And uh, yeah, I can't help but have some reservations and feel like if Blockstream wasn't a thing, not only would crypto as a whole be better, but my specific area wouldn't be as hampered. And Canada would be, I think, a better in a better situation uh, for crypto. Why is, why is that? Why do you have to say 10% extra for someone to look at something? Well, part of that is just like, there's so many people that don't have, and I know this is like, we're going to a more mobile based world, but there's so many people that just don't have computers. First off, there's so many people that I think part of it's an education level, like New Brunswick is a pretty poor province overall with not high standards of education. Uh, It's an aging province, a lot of retired folks. Um, I think the only reason our like population number is increasing is because we have so many people coming into New Brunswick. Uh, mm. Left to our own devices, we'd probably die out. <laughs> so I think part of it is just like, you know, a lack of education, a lack of experience. A lot of people don't, and reasonably so, especially now, but they don't trust uh like something that they can't see like it's this like i think there's just a lot of levels of cognitive dissonance and it gets to a point where it's like there has to be yeah this extra magnitude this extra little piece of incentive to 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 
I guess even try and convince people like and it's not just with cryptocurrency if you want to get people to do new things at all here like you have to be very persuasive very charismatic and then still provide like this extra uh, experience or a thing to take home like that like swag packs and things like that right so um I can't pinpoint and be like this is exactly it um but it is exceptionally difficult. I think more difficult than most places. I'm pretty sure I was the first business at all in my province to accept cryptocurrency, and this was before Bitcoin Cash was a thing. And then, Mm. even now, uh, the businesses that do accept it, it's more like, well, we have a crypto ATM in store. But there was only one, maybe two other merchants uh, in my entire province that accepted any kind of crypto at all. And one of them, uh, there's new ownership, so they no longer do that. So, um, yeah, it's pretty... And I I feel like I've been going hard on Bitcoin Cash since, like, 2017, right? So it seems like I stopped doing meetups because I, did, I felt like a lot of my effort was essentially being wasted and I could be more productive in an online sphere, at least momentarily, um, but I, Jet, I, Jet, I, you, you said, you said you would have like 20, 30 people turn up at your meetup. That's awesome, bro. Right. But yeah, it's like, can... they're only accepting the cryptocurrency that I, I give them for showing up oh. at the meetup. And a lot of those people were paying for it to get cheaper door prices. Cause we'd have live music yeah. and partnerships mm-hmm. with like local breweries and things like that. Um, but like beyond that, it was like they'd get it. They might use it one or two times over the course of a couple of years. But uh, yeah, we'd end up into situations where like I, I remember when I sponsored a tattoo expo, I gave out like multiple whole coins. And I think I've convinced myself that those coins are probably lost forever. Just like the demographic of my area doesn't have that kind of... Um, interest i don't think it's so weird because like Mm. yeah i would think you know if i'm giving away a whole coin it was like maybe 500 or 600 dollars canadian at the time then people would be like oh okay yeah sure i'll find ways to use this and i always you know push people towards purse and things like that but it never felt like a click and i never got feedback unless i was going to the person and uh, I don't mind doing that, but I'm a pretty introverted person in general. So it takes a lot out of me to like message first and be like, hey, I hope, you know, this is doing well. I've always had an open door for any questions, but to, to initiate that has always been a little uh, harder. Well, there's certainly what, what, an element, I think, that re- reality is, is decentralized, right? And that, there's two angles to that. So the first one is that naturally there are going to be pockets in the world where for whatever reason culture or economics or it just happened that there was a few more people that were able to get a network going or whatever you know that there's somewhere that's going to be more receptive to it than others so it seems like townsville might be the one of the most receptive and new brunswick might be one of the least uh receptive so that's that's definitely a part of it and the other part about reality being decentralized is that Blockstream and all the plan to sort of suppress Bitcoin and everything like that. That's that's they're fighting they're fighting against its centralization versus decentralization. So there's a they're able to influence things in one way or another way, you know, to sort of shut stuff down. But at the end of the day, there's still not 
Orwellian enough that they can stop every single mm. individual little person everywhere mm. linking up with their mates and trading and doing this and that. And that's why it's been five years. But after the cracks are sort of starting to emerge because the bigger things get, the bigger the advantage that decentralization mm. has over over centralization. So I think real quick, just I, I really want I've never said this, I think, anywhere before. Three or four years ago, I was at a local farmer's market. I was handing out brochures on how those people can accept Bitcoin Cash. And I know farmer's markets aren't necessarily the best demographic, but I also know how much tax evasion happens there. So I was like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was so weird. As I was like trying to pitch, I think it was to like this bread uh, stand, um, our... Our the MP for our riding like came up behind me and was like, "Hey, just kind of curious about what you're doing." And I offered him a whole like starter pack. It was like a T-shirt, a set of stickers, the "What's Bitcoin Cash" um, and how it's useful to you thing. And uh, we had tried to set up a meeting to like just talk about cryptocurrency and how my city or my riding could maybe start to incorporate this as because we are well. I don't think we're there yet, but we're trying as a province, especially as a city, to be more tech friendly, I think, again, to uh, attract people here. Um, And it was like, it seemed so positive in that real face to face interaction. And then, you know, messaging through the secretary to actually set something up, I just ended up getting ghosted. And well, maybe now I should go back, you know, it's been four years and be like, hey, I'm still on this kick. If you're finally ready to to get on board, then that's fine by me. But I don't. I also feel like I shouldn't, and maybe I'm being entitled. But I feel like I shouldn't have to. Like there's so in my mind, there's so much positive things about cryptocurrency that I feel like it it naturally it, it naturally attracted me. I had my own questions. I don't understand why I have to try and convince people. Like. Mm. Mm. Four years. That's that. I'm just looking at my chart here. Four years. See what what I do is when I when I give out Bitcoin um, cash, I write the phone number in the the the, the description. So and I put the name and what it was for. That way I could chase them up. That's that that's a great way of um, follow up, right? Um, so that person four years ago, the, you know, there's a good good chance even at this um, point that we're at that they'll be in profit um four years ago um yeah farmers markets well i was gonna there was another point that you you said um i was talking about reality being decentralized yeah reality central you know your your first couple adoption people to to accept it is your hardest ones and then it starts slowly getting easier you know so maybe for now it might be just a cafe or you know, or something like that, you know, some, you know, tax avoision, maybe the, you know, a pie shop. I don't know. If, I, so my, you know, the, um, my biggest success so far has been going to, um, there was the, uh, a bar that I held the meetups at and that's the place yeah. that now has new owners. So they don't do it anymore. But oh. uh, aside from that, getting tattoo artists on board has been, really easy for me because they also need mm-hmm. so many supplies that they can only get online and i'm like well you can save 30 percent. check out purse like uh yep and yep. that's an easy sell so, for them 
Yeah, so Perth doesn't really work well for us here in Australia. I find there's a lot of people that are time wasters there and it's an American company and stuff like that, so it doesn't quite work here. Or maybe because maybe if um, Amazon's open up in Australia, so maybe it will work now, but um, I've tried using Perth um, and I just saw old things there. Um, but, yeah, like... I would go back, like I'm going back to one a cafe down here called Grandma's. They used to be on board and then they changed hands and then they stopped accepting it, the new owners. I'm going back there and I'm saying, look, the old owners used to accept Bitcoin Cash. This is where I take my clients, you know, I call them clients. This is where I take my, do my business meetings. I can come here, bring them, bring business people here, you know, have a lunch. We'll have it here. You accept Bitcoin Cash. I'm helping you. You're helping me. You know, and um, and they they had they 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 had um, what you call a um, a decision maker. So you gotta find out who is the decision maker. You not, you find out who the decision maker is, and then you go okay, and then you and then you settle that argument. Oh, it's it's a fluctuation, or it's you know, and you settle that, and said, look, just trial it, just trial it for a month. Trial it for a month, and then you tell me if you want to accept it after a month. No, no worries. You know, no, won't harm my feelings if you stop it. But it, it, you got everything to okay, gain and nothing to lose. It costs you nothing to accept. Um, it's no. I'm not asking you to set up some fancy dancy um, um, FPOS system. You know, I'm not nothing to hire out. Just give it a trial and just see how you go. <clears throat> and they they always stay on. They always stay on once they get on. There's a, that's it. There's always in any local community, there's always these sort of centers of power, you know, people, yeah. who, whoever it is who, who calls the shop shots, you know, in a small mm. business, it, w- it will actually be the owner. And that's one of the things, you know, that I've been sort of working on a little bit here is, yeah, you just got to kind of get, get to the boss. You got to just wait until they'll, cause they'll be around. Like there's a mm-hmm. corner shop near me uh, where I've, you know get a lot of like snacks and stuff like that and there's i don't know there's about four or five employees that rotate you know on a two-week basis and i'm in there often enough that i know all of them and eventually i figured out okay this lady she owns the shop and everything and so i was talking i talked to her a little bit about it a couple times two three times five times you know a month you just slowly uh build it up and then you know she was like i don't know about this i don't know about this and then to my surprise one day suddenly it was she was having a great day that day it must have been and she just said to me yeah you've been telling me about all this cryptocurrency and i said yeah bitcoin cash blah blah and she started telling me about yeah you know i've got some i've got this i've got this coin i've got this coin i'm doing this what do you think about this ripple is in a lawsuit with these guys and they're getting wrecked and it just all like the floodgates just open and all this blah, blah 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 all like uh came out and then so I sent her some um, crypto. And that's another thing is that people who haven't done much of this might not understand, but people are fucking thrilled when they get some crypto. If they get 20 cents or 50 cents or a dollar, it's like, this is the best thing ever. It doesn't really, it's just cool. It's just different. And people are not used to that kind of thing. And maybe they've heard about it a bunch. So when they actually see it happen themselves, it's like, wow, this is awesome. Uh, so yeah, I've been working on getting some adoption going there it hasn't we didn't quite get over the line and the thing was it was nearly there but then it didn't integrate it hasn't integrated with her um payment system so i might need to try this with the with the tablet and everything but i think she's also 
you know, got to do her, it's got to plug into her accounting software and all this. So there might be some other uh, hurdles there, but it all is. All right, Jeremy, let's touch thing. base on that. You got, you got, okay, I just heard you. Okay, so the accounting <laughs> software. I, I want to help you out here. All right, yeah. so um, a lot of the t- t- tablets are pretty, there used to be a time, I'll take it right down to the basic. There used to be a day, right, when there was cassettes and, and, and records that there were these things called checks. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that check button's not been used anymore. So okay. what, what you can do for this merchant is go, right, you might have an old cash register. That's fine. Yeah. The tablet's yeah. good. So what you do is you bring up, how much it is on your on your cash register? You hit check, right? yeah. And so, you, the, so what they do, they they bring it up on the tablet. They bring it, doot, 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 right? And when I when I scan it, goes in, cling. Then they hit the check button and goes ding ding. And then what comes? They they got this paper spill. It writes what it is, yeah. and then that's then there that that fifteen dollars or twenty dollars that you had for lunch. Right, that is itemized as check, right? But they know that's oh, that's the Bitcoin cash sale, oh, and, it, okay. and, it, and it links and it links up. I don't know if you know this, but in the Bitcoin.com app, you can actually see all the transactions. It's all timestamped, yeah. So it marries up with their cash register. But a lot all of these right, new ones, I'll try that, okay? Yeah. So and, and a lot of these new cash registered ones, the digital ones, you can actually rename a a tab or you know instead of having check you just put bitcoin that's what that's what our merchants do they just put bitcoin you know and then boop they they put you know you know 287 dollars for groceries and then they they pump it in there i scan it goes through yep and they hit that that bitcoin button bang and it just goes on the till and then you know they might have a spike you know the old spike where they put the receipts Mm. on yeah they might just take that receipt and just go boom on the spike and so at the end of the month, they know all, they got all the Bitcoin cash transactions bang. And so they might go to someone that wants to buy and they hand them all these things and it's all timestamps. And then someone buys that BCH at cost, you know? All right. I'm so, going to, I'm going to give this a go. There we go. That's an angle I didn't know about because yeah. yeah, they've got, um, she's definitely got like a big, one of those big chunky things, like you're saying that are from, you know, the mid two thousands or whatever with like the, yeah awkward keyboard and everything there's definitely mm. that but there's also the little newer slicker um little payment terminal thing and at some point that's also going to happen visa and mastercard or whatever just going to roll it out and it'll just be a new button pay with crypto and it's just going to roll out to 100 million merchants you know overnight that will also eventually happen and then all these merchants like her will, will jump on board instantly mm. i'm sure the the second that gets in there as well too all right so moving on then we've got uh these bch uh tiktok uh this is not actually meme of the week but it's almost meme of the week which is i talked i think it was the last episode right we talked about this guy real boss daddy who's popped up on tiktok and started making these tiktoks of him chilling on a he always says he's on a beautiful island in the second world i think he must be in maybe st kitts or somewhere similar to that and he made this one uh one pumping bch and saying it's got utility and you can buy hookers and it's great and then afterwards uh it was a bit of a meme in the bch community and then he said oh no haha they think i'm just pumping bch but it's all a joke but now it's, it's when are you talking about that tweet? Onto it. yeah okay 
So that Twitter account is not this guy. That Twitter oh, account, it's not this guy. right? I did some looking into that. That Twitter account found this guy's TikTok and posted it in a mocking, like, "Oh, I can't believe this guy's fucking excited about BCH." We're still in early. Oh, okay. And then, well, there you go. And then later replied to their own tweet, being like, "I can't believe people think I'm also supporting this." Like, uh, so he was promoting it to be like, "Look at what the BCH folks are." I don't know, excited about. Oh, okay. That makes more sense then. Yeah. So he was, so it was the separate person who commented on the original content and said, BCH is kicking off over here. And then also, oh, I'm not a BCH person. I just came across it. Okay. Well, that makes all a lot more sense then because I, th- I thought this is, this is a, this is a subtle game, right? Because this guy, he's got, I don't know, about a hundred posts or something like that. But right from the very start, he had this green text on the videos, which was in the exact BCH greens. And then it just it it just made sense to me. Somebody who knows marketing would do exactly this. First, they would create organic content that gets people interested. There's no agenda, right? And then once you've got an audience, you just put it. It doesn't have to be the Bitcoin Cash channel like this one. It's Bitcoin Cash all day, every day, right? But there's going to be other channels where it's going to be a lot of stuff. And then once every fifth or tenth post, it's... It's Bitcoin Cash. So he followed up his initial one with a few others. So we've got one here uh, that we're going to play on the stream. Uh, I don't know if we're not able to hear this, uh, Jet. I'll also just link it over to Jason so he can listen to it. Yeah, I don't think you guys will be able to hear it through my... Okay, that's can fine. I full we screen? Can... Oh, hold on, let me... I'm not used to TikTok on desktop here. I can't full <laughs> screen. Okay, well, don't. I don't want any of this. All right, let's see. I interesting too. The green is different. This looks like the green that you like, Jeremy. Maybe he saw exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. That's oh, hold right. on. Can I see? We'll talk about that in a sec. Let's just see the clip. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, I just can't stop on the Bitcoin cash tangent. Here's why. As a former investment professional, professional, I like to find information that I feel like I know that's not priced in by the market. And living on a beautiful island in the second world, I feel like I have a unique perspective here. Not only am I seeing the terminals pop up, as I've mentioned in a previous video, I'm also seeing the cash machines. And that's the fucking key. It allows people who don't have bank accounts or credit cards to fund their digital payment app with actual cash. Now Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, your other payment apps do not and will not ever have this ability. Why? Regulatory concerns. After all, it's a fucking launderer's wet dream to be able to fund a digital payment account with cash. No? So, the mass adoption that everyone was waiting for with Bitcoin Cash is now finally coming. And that's the fucking key takeaway. Okay, I just can't stop on the Bitcoin cash go. tangent. So, what- yeah, I think, I well, what what I found really interesting, yeah, about this, uh, he's changed the green, which I actually, I'm in two minds about, because I think the other green was a bit more readable. So uh, on his particular videos, it might be better to use that other green. But one thing that I sort of was deliberately... <laughs> we got the TikTok oh, no, no, no. Uh- <laughs> oh, no, stop. I don't want to see this. All right, <laughs> go ahead. Um, but what one thing I think that's really important about uh, Jason doing some content, about us doing some content, and so on and so forth, is that you start with the Bitcoin Cash like 
specific uh, content, you know, that are people who are like in the scene all day, every day or whatever and where, you know, generating up ideas and, and doing all that. I don't need to have a channel that's going out to 10 million people because what I know is going to happen is if I have a channel and Bitcoin Jason has a channel that's going out to a, a core group of people, other content creators like we saw with Andrew Jick and like we're seeing with this guy, Real Boss Daddy as well, they are going to watch our content. And I know that for yes. a fact because content creators, you know, especially big ones, have got all day to sit around. They don't need, to, he doesn't need to be an expert in, in BCH. I mean, it sounds like he's got most of the idea. But he can just watch five episodes of this and learn all of this stuff and then repackage it up in a few little snippets to his audience and then just blast it out like that. And so there is an actual much greater uh, secondary reach, which is why it's very important. The, the sort of people who are doing BCH all day, every day, yeah, we don't need to be the biggest in the world for the coin to just start absolutely uh, kicking off as long as we're producing good enough content and have enough sort of visibility and discoverability that the people who want to dig for it, people like this guy will find this. I would not be surprised if he had uh, listened to some of this show, you know, at some point, because how, how would he not? He's making these videos, hyping BC. He's got a Google Bitcoin cash or read up a bit on the Reddit or found this, that or the other. Right. So Real boss daddy, great to great to have you <laughs> listening, audience. So, uh, that and that's that's all that's all it takes. It's the exact same thing with if Elon gets excited or whatever. You know, it just needs to be that he finds that there's enough of an organic community that convinces him, and then he magnifies the message out to more, you know, millions of people. Right. I think Kim dot com and Gary um, uh, Roger Verse, sorry, uh, should get. Elon Musk and just take him, get him on um, Kim's yacht or whatever, take him to St. Kitts and just, you know, just say, look, have a whole holiday on us, you know. Here's Bitcoin Cash, here's some spending money and just let him rip, you know. Just like, because everything, everything he's talking about is all true. Like, it's like someone, I, have, I haven't onboarded any hookers or strippers or anything like that and I haven't, you know, I don't, I don't go around that way, but I'm sure someone will, <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere um, because um, we onboarded um, one merchant that does tuning forks and yoga and stuff like that. And some people um, gave, uh, gave us a bit of um, curry over it, but you know, they didn't give us curry over the, the helicopter guy, you know, Townsville helicopters. They didn't give us curry over, you know, other ones. Um, Bitcoin Cash is a range, a range, broad spectrum of of personalities, you know. And you're right, Jeremy. Like, you know, a a, 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 ex, a, a you know a guy in, of that character, you know, he's sort of making fun of of Bitcoin Cash in a way, but it's all true, you know. He's it's he, he's like he's like yeah to the moon, man. Like. <laughs> He's, he's expressing wealth, you know. I, I know guys that that like to to, to show off their BMWs and stuff like that, and they they say the exact same thing. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose those slippers are a real show of wealth, right? Um, <laughs> but two things: I have successfully onboarded sex workers, uh, just tipping them with Bitcoin Cash. Like there was a a couple weeks where. 
I'm not like I don't follow uh, sex workers because I'm interested. I've got a couple friends that are sex workers, but I remember going through the hashtag and finding people that were just posting things on Twitter and then sending them a couple dollars here or there, and that works fantastically. Um, but the last hackathon I was a part of, I worked with a team where we made um, essentially a sex toy that was accepted micropayments and would activate based on those micropayments. And we know that these uh, websites can take upwards of 70% in fees. So if sex workers need something, or I guess would want to cut out that middleman, right, like the white paper so uh, beautifully yeah. describes, then... It's so easy to do with cryptocurrencies, and uh, I think that's a massive market that even still isn't doesn't quite uh, doesn't quite understand. Hasn't clicked it. yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'll it'll get there, but it's just all the and that's it. Yeah, Bitcoin Cash is for everyone. I've said it before. I'll say it again. You know, it's it's that same thing as the price uh, with the fees being low. It's just a message that anybody could just plug in, and that's just quietly, quietly finding its way in all the world and all you know, the world's too complicated for anybody to understand, but somewhere, some way, just one or two little interactions are going on that nobody else knows about or that we'll, you know, we'll never hear about, but those things just slowly, slowly snowball, I think. And uh, this is definitely this guy coming out and pumping out BCH content just shows to me that he's, he's tuned into that frequency as well too. Uh, whether it's six months ago or 12 months ago, it wasn't there. He wasn't hearing it or he wasn't seeing word happen on the street or he wasn't convinced. But somewhere along the lines, he's he's picked up on what's going on. He's obviously loaded up a big bag himself. Good for him. That's the that's the game. And now he's, uh, now he's out shilling it. So you'd love to see it. You'd really, really love to see it. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to you, Real Boss Daddy. Okay, next thing, we've got Community Comment of the Week, regular segments as we get into the finish. This one comes from CZ, the head of uh, Binance, who got a bit of flack this week, actually, because he was on the cover of Time magazine, or I don't know, he was on some big magazine saying, like, the $74 billion man, and he said, I'm not that rich, and everyone was like, well what's a couple billion <laughs> between friends uh, here or there, but he's made a killing out of running the largest, uh, you know, exchange for everybody to speculate. So he posted this week on Twitter, there were $10 in Bitcoin transactions yesterday. You start to tax 30% today. How much tax will we collect today? Close to zero. Why? There were 10 birds in the tree. Bang, you shoot one down. How many birds are there left in the tree? And I thought this was a great tweet just because it was a bit, a bit sort of philosophical, but he's making a good point, which is that if you shoot one bird in the tree, you don't have nine left, you've got zero because the rest fly off, right? And the the idea then is that if wherever in the world starts uh, trying to crack down on crypto transactions and add tax and add regulations and add problems, well, crypto is liquid in the sense, obviously, economically, it's quite liquid, but it's also very freeform and adaptable. And again, that decentralized aspect to it where wherever is cracking down the harshest, it will just slip out the sides and it'll find its way somewhere else. So it's beautifully designed in that sense to stop people, you know, trying to put too much uh, burdens on it because really they're just cutting off their own nose to to spite their face, right? So I thought this was an excellent uh, point and it kind of goes to the grassroots adoption stuff that we've been we've been talking today. So I don't know, Jason, did this one make you laugh? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, Ted, there'd be no birds in the tree. They'd be gone. They'd be, you know, just from the from the very get-go of the bang. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's right you can't scare away the scare away the the flock you know you gotta you gotta be a bit more subtle than that when you bring a, a gun along when you bring a sledgehammer you know you're gonna have trouble finessing finessing the fine details so i just thought that was that that was interesting and it just goes to show all the ongoing debate around regulations and taxation and crypto and all this stuff is happening but at the same time quietly crypto is just Every single day, just chipping away a bit at the existing mm-hmm. system at the at the edges, and uh, it's good to see that even you know big community figures like that are obviously hyper aware of that uh, mm-hmm. phenomenon. So time is actually on our side in in that sense, as more and more people become aligned with the with the crypto the crypto mission. Okay, then we got meme of the week from at Estrada Clark. So we already talked a bit about Elon Musk. He bought up his a big share of Twitter, and then he posted "Oh hi, lol," real like glib or whatever on Twitter. And then of the many replies, there's obviously everybody, whatever there was, thirty five thousand people <laughs> replying the tweets. Uh, somebody posted, "Congrats, always surprising," and just this meme that I thought was pretty funny of the, uh, it's what's it called? It's from Godzilla versus Kong or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah with Godzilla fighting King Kong in this huge epic showdown and then they both uh start to flee as elon musk who is just the the doge coin doge with a huge bat comes in from the side and these big uh monsters are terrified so the in the original picture the godzilla is labeled bill gates and king kong is uh labeled jeff bezos and then in the second picture those they're both bill gates jeff bezos are running off as elon musk just comes in with the the biggest stick and I, I don't know in the in the process of him buying up a bunch of of Twitter and like we were talking about before being a bit maverick and just throwing things into the mix that other people are not expecting. I could just see Elon himself laughing at this that these two other guys are the big evil monsters and he's you know the strongest one of them all, but kind of the cutesy. It's like in Dragon Ball Z or anything like that, you know, in any of these series where the most fearsome most powerful one usually is some innocuous like in pokemon like mew was just the not the coolest not the spikiest not the most deadly looking but just was on the next level of power and just everybody had to flee before it you know so this one made me laugh (laughs) all right cool well let's uh go on then last uh second last slide message to the community so we've we've obviously talked a bunch We've, we've covered a lot but to to sum it up, what 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 does the Bitcoin Cash community need to hear? What is Bitcoin Jason's message to the BCH community? Um, my my message is: if you have Bitcoin Cash, you are, I am, we're all Satoshi. Let's do our part. I love it, short and sweet, to the point. And yep. you say that in all your videos, and I think it really captures that idea, that whole essence of yeah, Satoshi being anonymous. You know, anybody could be. Satoshi, I'm really looking forward to one day somebody's going to make a Bitcoin uh, movie. And I've thought about this in depth. It would be, you know, there's got to be a scene where Satoshi is, you know, in a PC bar or something and, you know, puts out the Bitcoin source, source code and then walks out the door and just puts on like a hoodie or something and just blends into the crowd and every, and just, just that, that's, that's that idea. And I, yeah. I really love that idea. All right. Okay, cool. Well, then that will pretty much 
do it for the show. So got the donation QR code as always. Huge shout out to the donators. Thank you very much. I absolutely love your support. And a few people actually donated to the last episode uh, more than regular. So it seems like uh, the show's kind of getting rolling. People are definitely enjoying it. You can check out BitcoinCashPodcast.com for all the start guide, FAQs, links and everything. And I also want to hype up Odyssey, Rumble and BitChute in the links. People can have a look and follow me on those because I'm sort of pushing the YouTube channel. <laughs> Thank you very much, mate. Just scored a donation right there live on stream. Um, yeah, like I, I just sort of want to think it's a good idea if people sort of try and follow those channels a bit as well too i'm worried that at some point youtube's just gonna go on a crypto ban spree or, or whatever it doesn't seem wise to have the eggs all in one basket uh with youtube i want to shout out my patriot my patron ricky and then i want to give yeah each of you guys a chance to give a shout out and then i've got a final uh shout out as well too so jason where can people find you and how can they get involved with with what you're doing in bitcoin cash uh, Bitcoin Jason on gaze.cash, that's G-A-Z-E dot cash, um, noise dot cash. Um, I've got a new Twitter handle, Bitcoin Jason on Twitter, um, on YouTube, Bitcoin Jason. Uh, and now I'm on Facebook. I've been, <laughs> back at it, yeah. <laughs> I'm back I, only because I'm my merchants are on there. So um, that's the only reason why I'm on Facebook. Uh, they did kick me off. <laughs> and now I'm back. So, um, yeah. So that's where you can find me. And um, feel free to leave a comment. I'm really, re- you know, reach out to me. I'll reach out back. So, yeah. We'll put all those links in the description. Jet, do you have a shout out this week? Not this week, but uh, Jason, what's your Twitter handle? Um, it's linked in I, the in the tweet that I did for the show. I, I uh, okay. I don't think I follow you yet, but your name doesn't doesn't come up in the search. So censored yeah. <laughs> once again. Could be shadow. My Dan. oldest. It could be yeah. The Bitcoin Jason is my new one. Um, my old one, my personal one, was um, at Crypto Lifestyle. Yeah. All right. And my uh, shout out this week goes to. Kieran, who I got interested in Bitcoin Cash yesterday. So the story is I went to buy uh, a new bed and a new mattress and everything like that. So I found this place and I, I went in there and, you know, we were just trying out, okay, all these different mattresses and having some banter with him and stuff. And he said, oh, do you want to buy it on, um, you know, credit? You can do all these payment plans and different stuff. And I said, look, mate, I've got the money. Just let me just pay for it up front. I'm... I'm not into any of this debt and different, you know, whatever. And so we were just we were just talking and the whole uh, process. And then when it kind of came to okay, you've got to uh, you've got to pay. We were going over, you know, the line items and everything like that. And he discovered that the the pillows that I was buying were the price had gone up. There'd been inflation happening, and uh, so he was surprised by that because I guess he works in the store every day, so he knows, you know, if the prices are changing. And so the prices had gone up and the other girl who was working there with him, she said, like, I, I made a joke, like, oh, inflation's wrecking us all or whatever. And and she said, oh, well, at least you understand other people. They don't understand. Like, I was here last week and now the price has gone up, you know, uh, what's going on? So then I said, oh, can I, well, can I pay in uh, crypto then? You know, and that's the way out of this. 
And uh, so Kieran, he said, uh, he said, no, you can paint Neo though. And I said, oh, okay, can I? And he he was a big fan of Neo, but uh, so we just had a bit more of a chat. And then I told him, yeah, okay, you can check out the podcast, BitcoinCashPodcast.com and, and, and all that. And he uh, couldn't do it. You know, he was, we're also just, we're wrapping up the actual sale at the, at the merchant, but then he got out a pen and paper and he wrote it down and I'm pretty sure he'd be listening to this uh, show as well too, because he was a bit sort of uh, surprised when, when he asked, so what coins are you? I said, Bitcoin cash. He said, Oh, do you have some other? One? I said, no, <laughs> just Bitcoin cash. It's the best one. And he was, uh, it's kind of that, that thing where there's so many people, he, he said he'd been in crypto about three or four years. So after the last uh, bubble, he, got involved and he made some gains and some losses on some uh, different ones and everything like that. So it, it was just this moment to me where, uh, you know, he, he was already interested in it. So what I was talking about before with the, the two people in the merchant is that I was, him and I were talking about it and the other two employees at the store, they were quiet. They didn't say anything or they didn't look, but I'm sure it made an impression on them too that like, yeah. wait a second, this is crypto is getting to the point where crypto communities just, they're just going off in their own direction. If you don't want to be part of it, you're just getting quietly left behind. And it's up to you to realize that you can be sitting around not involved or just curious or a bit unsure or, or whatever. But the world's just powering forward. It's, we don't really have time to argue about it with anybody who doesn't who doesn't get it. And especially in those face-to-face interactions online, there's a lot of, oh, crypto is terrible and all that. But face-to-face with real people that are just excited about you know could be excited about the local sports team right it's just similar to that uh so anyway big big shout out to him uh if he's listening which i'm pretty sure he would be because he already knew a lot of the crypto stuff and if he's just found this you know i'm sure he'll be loving the bitcoin cash community as well as well too so send send me send me his wallet address and i'll tip him i don't have his wallet address that was the thing because we're just kind of trying to you know, it all happened pretty fast. We were just in the in the store. I, yeah. He was on the job. I couldn't have. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, take ten minutes out of his day to to give him some uh, BCH. But maybe I don't know. Maybe he'll comment in the YouTube comments or the Twitter or something like that, and we'll we'll track him down. Um, but yeah, absolute uh, legend, and uh, made a made a sale there. So that's uh, everyone was happy. Everyone everyone came out a winner. So anyway, that will do it for the show. And uh, until next time. Time to crypto switch. That's BCH, bitch. Now let's keep the bankers rich. It's on you to choose. Get a phone while I buy a few bits. Go out and take a shit with it. Things change, think of marijuana. GameStop stock, same side. Online by drugs. No guns, no thugs. No, no thugs. Living in a money trap. Get yourself a crypto app. While the rich banks rob ya. Future dollars can buy nothing for ya. 